What is up, YouTube? Welcome in to another edition of Bucky and BK live on Texas Sports Unfiltered and on the free Texas Sports Unfiltered app. Today is Wednesday, September 20th, 2023. On today's show, what did Steve Sarkeesian have to say about Baylor? What did Baylor head coach Dave Aranda have to say about Texas? Plus, the best and worst 2-0 and teams in the National Football League. We'll talk a little bit of Major League Baseball as the race in the American League West continues to get tighter. We'll have some fun as well as we have a couple of more videos from airports that we oh. need to show the people. It is Bucky. It is BK. It is you, most importantly. And we are locked and loaded, taking you all the way until 10 a.m. Good morning, Buck. Good morning, BK. It's happy hump day to you, my friend. It is day a, to you. Yo, yo, I'm doing fantastic, man. It is a glorious day here in the Austin, Texas area, Central Texas, and I'm loving it. I'm loving that heat being down a little bit. It was a little warm yesterday, you know. I think people thought it was over with, but, man, it was probably 96, 97 yesterday, but it's still a reprieve from what we've been getting around here. And uh, we'll continue to get just that. How'd your golf game go yesterday? You know what? I played okay. I I played at a place where I generally will shoot close to 100. And I was still close to 100. But, I mean, I shot the front nine. Every hole, bogey. Bogey, bogey, bogey. Nine straight bogeys. But that's okay. You know, no yeah. double bogeys. I hung in there. You know what? I got to get some some things done to my pointer finger that won't bend, which may be a little bit of arthritis. But that's okay. I hung in there. Temperature was nice. I was hydrated, felt good, you know, and that's all that matters. I got a chance to be outdoors, and that's important to me. I love getting outside, you know. I'm getting close to gardening time for me, getting ready to set up my 15 by 15 vegetable garden, which that's right. I will eat the vegetables from that garden throughout the winter and into the spring. So I'm excited about getting that done. And I know my wife is like, not so fast there, tiger. Keep yourself indoors for a little while. I'm like, no, it's time to go. It's time to get it going again. Trying to crank it up. She's calling you Tiger. What are you hooking up with random waitresses at restaurants? <laughs> no, just back off a little bit. Just she would prefer me to to sit like a kitty cat instead of a tiger. But now it's time. It's time for me to get going again. Start cranking mm -hmm. it up. But I'll say this: Good morning to the soldiers at Fort Cavazos, Texas. The soldiers in the state of Texas, and all those that fight for us each and every day. Thank you all over this wide, wide world for what you do. It is appreciated. We thank you. We thank you and your families for giving us the freedoms that we have. Thank you very, very much. And I start this day with a little heavy heart and prayers to my friends up in New Hampshire, the Tevens family, Kirsten Tevens, and to my friend Buddy Tevens, who passed away yesterday, coach of uh, the uh, Dartmouth uh, Green Wave. To those guys and to that family where I started my coaching career up at Dartmouth in Dartmouth, New Hampshire. In uh, Hanover, New Hampshire, I just want to say uh, many prayers to the Tevens family as Buddy has passed away. I had told you the story of Buddy Tevens, um, and he um, he was he was hit on a he was riding his bicycle a year and a half ago, uh, and was run into, and they you know was damaged his leg, and eventually they had to take his leg, and then he went to rehab. He was no longer coaching at Dartmouth. He was going to try to coach without a leg wow. and decided that, no, he needed to rehab himself back in uh, Massachusetts, back in Boston. And he passed away uh, from complications after the amputation. So mm. to Kirsten and the family, 
and the uh, Dartmouth family, which is, I'm a part of the old Dartmouth family because that's where I started my coaching career as a graduate assistant at Dartmouth. So to that group up there, I'm, I'm so sad to hear that Buddy passed away yesterday. Yeah, I'm sorry to hear that, Buck. So uh, you that's told awful. me a little bit about Buddy before the show started today, and sounded like a great yeah. guy and a great coach. And uh, good I hate family. That, hate hearing that you lost 20 of your friends, man. That's um, yeah. He's 66 man. years young. Hmm, too young. Too, oh, yeah. too young. And uh, man, I didn't even realize before you told me this morning that you had started your coaching career at Dartmouth. I didn't realize you were smart enough to even coach there. Dude, I was a graduate assistant, but I did not go to one class as a graduate assistant at Dartmouth. <laughs> Are you kidding Wait, me? I was, you have to? I was doing coffee runs. Oh, uh, don't you have to uh, go to no. grad school if you're a grad assistant in at the point? No, 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 no college classes at Dartmouth, just assistant coaching, learning how to coach the game of football. I was yeah. a former coach at Boston College. His name was Joe Yukiko, who just passed away about two years ago. And uh, he asked me if I'd come up there. And then I became the, I think, the ninth or the tenth coach in NCAA when I was asked to come back to Boston College to be the running back coach, not the receiver coach. I coached receivers when I was at Dartmouth. And I coached uh, David Shula, Don Shula's son, coached yeah. there. And um, – Buddy was a buddy was a quarterback at Dartmouth and um, came back. He 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 spent several stints at at Dartmouth, not, not only as an assistant but a head coach. I think he went and coached at was a head coach at Tulane. And he did some stuff in the NFL and then he came back there and that's where he was going to live with his family in uh, Hanover, New Hampshire. Beautiful, beautiful part of the country. Loved Hanover. Mm. Just there you I'm, go. I'm sad to hear that, but yeah. And a lot too, of man. a lot of folks in coaching know Buddy Tevens, know him pretty well. Really innovative young coach. Well, I'm saying a prayer to you, my friend, and uh, thoughts and prayers to everybody who's affected by Buddy's loss. That's uh, that's an awful, awful story, and hopefully uh, his family will be okay. But it sounds like it was a 66-year life, very well loved. Oh, yeah, he was well-loved, believe me. I believe it. I believe it. All right. Hey, how about some of these comments on our YouTube chat line to get things rolling on a Wednesday? How about a nice – Ten dollar donation, a little yes. super chat from our guy AP. Good job, Take AP. Congratulations on five K. Yes, if you missed it, we have officially reached five thousand subscribers on the YouTube's. That's right, five thousand subscribers in five weeks of Texas Sports Unfiltered. We can't thank y'all enough for your support of this channel and what we are trying to build here at TSU. So thanks to each and every one of you watching this video right now. Thanks to each and every one of you who will be watching this video a little bit later. We appreciate y'all's support of what we are doing. It's been a ton of fun so far. We're proud of what we've accomplished to this point, and we're even prouder of what is to come here on Texas Sports Unfiltered. So thank you all for the kind words. AP, thank you for the super chat to get things rolling this morning. And uh, some information about the giveaway. And, oh, my God, we can't call it a giveaway. It's giveaways that we're nice. doing here on Texas Sports Unfiltered. As of right now, we have 13 prizes that we will be giving away. And I will guarantee that that number will grow by the time our giveaway is completed. So how this thing is going to work, we'll mention this a few times throughout the day and a few times throughout the next week or so. I'm going to post a separate video tonight. It's not going to be a part of the shows. It's going to be a separate video on this channel. So if you're subscribed, you've got those notifications turned on, you'll know exactly when it drops. We're going to post a video talking a little bit more about the giveaway, talking about some of the great prizes 
that we have that will we that we will be giving away. And I'm going to give you all about a week to leave a comment. All you have to do to enter, you've got to be subscribed and you've got to leave a comment on that separate video. And then if you do that, you'll be entered for your chance to win one of the many great prizes that we are going to be giving away as a thank you to you people for helping us reach 5,000 so quickly. So I'll tweet it out too, but make make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you've got your notifications turned on. And once again, like if you can't be at your computer today, we're going to give you and everybody plenty of time to enter this 5k giveaway. Some of the prizes are absolutely insane. I mean, a Travis Matthew golf hat. A lot of y'all were commenting on how nice the Bucks hat was yesterday. We're going to be giving away a hat that looks very similar to that one. We've got some Texas football tickets. Probably should have led with that. We'll be giving away a pair of Texas football tickets. We've got restaurant gift cards. We've got a couple of pairs of Ariat boots. We've got some video games and not some like old school Kevin Dunn early 2000s, late 90s video games. No, like brand new copies of Madden that we'll be giving away. Uh, some tickets to the Austin Duck Adventures. Ride, nice. Splash, Quack, Buck. You got the sound? Ride, Splash, Quack, Quack. Yeah, there you go. I can't do it. I got to let you do that every single time. Uh, that and and so much more, guys. I'm telling you, 13 prizes right now, but we'll probably be closer to 20 by the time we uh, actually announce the winners of these prizes. So once again, be on the lookout. The video will be posted tonight. You'll have to just be subscribed to the channel and leave a comment on that video. You can be comment like a on record. This it's dropping like a record, like a video, like a record. Yep, like a record. Nice. Should should I make a music video? Should we make a music video? Hell yeah. Oh, man. I love those things. I still watch those. I don't know if anybody else in the world is watching music videos in 2023, but I'm still in on them, man. I think I stopped since, like, Thriller and White Snake. I think that was the last two I've (laughs) I've seen. (laughs) White Snake. Oh, yeah, of course. Here I go again on my own. You can't miss that one. That's, That's an all-time one. favorite of everybody's. That's a great song right there. So, uh, yeah, so be, be uh, tuned in for that. But once again, we can't thank you guys enough. Uh, for those of you who usually listen on the app, hey, you could still win. Just, just go subscribe to the YouTube channel and go leave a comment on that video. You can always listen on the app, but if you just leave a comment on that video, you will have a chance to win one of the great prizes. I, I don't know anybody who's ever given away this much stuff at one time. No radio station does this. No TV station does this. I don't know if any YouTube channel, maybe outside of like Mr. Beast, does this. We've got you covered. Shout out to John Abraham, former NFL yeah. defensive lineman. Love it. A couple of dollars super chat. He's been coming with the super chat. Yeah, man. I love that. We love it. Yeah, we'll but- need that. We need that for some of our Olipops right there. Bucky's trying to get a raise, so he really needs the super chats. Because otherwise, it ain't happening. It ain't happening, is right. That's all right. It's good. Everything is all good, and all yep. good with the Texas Longhorns leading into a big start of conference play against yes. the hated Baylor Bears. Yeah, this is uh, the last time the Longhorns and Baylor Bears will play each other for the foreseeable future. And Buck, these two schools have played in every year since 1944 that's right you got to go back to wartime the last time texas and baylor did not play each other so slightly and, before i was born just slightly uh you sure yeah i'm sure 
I didn't say 1844. I said <laughs> 1944, dude. So how you feeling about this game, man? We'll hear from both coaches here in a moment. We'll obviously preview Texas and Baylor over these next few days, and the Buck and I will have our normal pregame show this Saturday out at Covert Bee Cave. But uh, the line to open up with Texas has a 14-and-a-half-point favorite. The line has slightly crept up to 15 right now. Baylor is 1-and-2. They got their first win of the year this past Saturday against Long Island out of the FCS. Baylor got boat raced at home by Texas State to open up the year. They lost a heartbreaker to Utah in Waco in week two. So Baylor one and two right now. Obviously, everybody O and O in conference play. Early stages, first look at Baylor. How you feeling about this game here on a Wednesday? I, I think this will be a hard fought game. Baylor hates Texas. Texas hates Baylor. It's going to be, you know, the crowd will be just all lathered up. 630 game. You know, they'll be getting juiced up all day long, all morning long. So it, the, the crowd will be just it, – it'll be a great crowd. It'll be a great atmosphere. Uh, Baylor's de- defense, I just don't know how they can stop Texas. I, there's, just, there's just nothing to that defense right now. It's not, the, it's not the Baylor of old. It's not the stout defense. It's not Wyoming's defense. How's that? How's that for you? It's not Wyoming's defense. Mm. So that's, that's going to be a problem for Baylor. I think they're going to get scored upon and scored upon often when Texas gets the ball. Now, they'll, they'll run on emotions for at least a quarter or a couple series, but I think the emotions will get knocked right out of them. This is a Texas defense right now that's playing really, really well. BK, they, you know, we talked about in the beginning of the season, we love the way they pressured. They were the leading team in the nation when it came to pressures last year. Well, they've got eight sacks this year in three games. So they're not just pressuring people. They're sacking the quarterback. And if Baylor thinks they're going to drop back and pass against this defense – I think they'll have some problems doing. I think they'll have problems holding the Texas defense out. Uh, I, I just I don't know I don't know if they can throw the ball. They'll have their backup quarterback, but they've got a pretty good running back. So once again, just like everybody else, they're going to te- test Texas when it comes to the run game. They're going to try to run the ball. They're going to try to run the ball often with their sophomore running back. They're going to find out. They're going to think that if Wyoming can run against Texas early in the football game, why shouldn't they try to do it? So they will try to run against Texas, but. I don't think they're going to have much success doing that. It's, it's just not the same kind of offensive line. This group's a bit softer than the blue-collar players at Wyoming. They mm. really, really are. So I think Texas should dominate both lines of scrimmage, which should end up being a nice 17 to 21-point win. Okay. So you think Texas wins and covers here a oh, yeah. few days out. All right, let me take a 20 real quick. Okay. A little sidebar before we get back into Texas and Baylor. So we've got a text line. Of course we do. 512-222-9328. And one of our favorite texters, one of our favorite people, is Tom McKay of Audiovisual Consultations. Yes. And I wasn't even thinking about asking Tom for any giveaway items. I was going to say, we'll wait till 10K. Because when we get to 10,000 subscribers, you think 5,000 is big. 10,000 is going to be twice as big. So, you know, keep spreading the word. Don't stop telling people about what we've got here going on at Texas Sports Unfiltered. But Tom McKay just texted in. We're giving away a 75-inch LG 4K Smart LED TV to one lucky subscriber. That means oh. he, he's going to hook it up. That's a, that dude, doesn't, or whoever gets it, doesn't have to put it, the holes in the walls themselves. Will Tom's group come to? Got it. I don't, know, I don't know about that. You might have to pay for that one. But you'll get the TV for free. Damn, I love that. How about that? That's your grand prize right there. 75-inch LG Smart TV 4K, top of the line, boom. 
from our guy Tom McKay of Audio Visual Consultations. That is big time stuff right there. Nobody is doing what we're doing. If you're getting your sports talk somewhere else, you're making a mistake. Or if you can, if you can try to hear it, I, I mean, there's there's <laughs> sports talk somewhere from what I hear, but you can't hear it. No, no, you can't. No. Doesn't matter what part of town you're in. Maybe if you're in Georgetown, you've got a chance to hear it You've for about got a two shot minutes. At it. For about two minutes, but uh, don't be driving too far away from home. Shout out to Tom. That's an awesome, awesome gift. And also, Thank Tom, you, Tom. Texas by five. He doesn't think Texas covers this weekend. He thinks this one is a little bit closer than you do, and he also is using his computer. And this computer has been very successful. Super games. He's got the supercomputer, right? The supercomputer that has been very successful picking games and championship winners across all sports over the last few years. Tom said it last week. He said the Longhorns weren't going to cover against Wyoming. He was right on that. And uh, he's saying right now that he does not, and the computer does not expect the Longhorns to cover against the Baylor Bears this Saturday. Well, I, I, I'm, I'm just liking the lines of scrimmage in this one. I mean, no, Baylor's going to have some pretty decent athletes, but the power up front is going to be what holds them back, and they just don't have it. And this defense right now is looking for turnovers. And if you're just going to try to run the ball against this defense, I think you have problems. You put you set yourself in some of these second and longs and third and longs. I think it'll be a problem for a bit. Now they do have a capable runner now. Hell, I didn't know who that dude was that ran the ball last week for Wyoming. Never heard of the guy. Mm. It looked like Jim Brown humping it up in there, you know? Mike Harrison goodness. Whaley. Yeah, well, it was wow. that guy's first game. He was a transfer from Northern Illinois. Texas probably made him look a lot better than he actually is. But now Wyoming was pretty excited when they got that dude in the offseason and had to miss the first couple of games coming back from an injury, finally played against Texas. And, yeah, in the first quarter, obviously had Man. that long 60-yard touchdown run, but uh, made a couple of impressive runs over the course of that game. Baylor's got a couple of good running backs, too. And, and Texas has seen both of these guys at different schools, right? Richard Grease is still there. He's yep. been in Waco for a few years now. And then Dominic Richardson, one of the other Baylor running backs, is a transfer from Oklahoma State. So Texas saw him in Stillwater the last couple of seasons. So they've got a decent one-two punch. They also have this uh, white guy who I was watching some of their game against Long Island yesterday, and he ran for over 100 yards in that game. He was actually the best of those three and most productive of those three in their one win of the season. I don't know if that guy's going to play. I don't know if it was a, hey, we're playing Long Island and we want to keep our better guys fresh. I don't know exactly what the deal was, but three guys for Baylor have gotten carries to this point this season. None of them are like Bijan Robinson by any stretch of the imagination, but that is what Baylor wants to do. They're playing with a backup quarterback who's completing less than 50% of his passes. You talked about the Texas pass rush that has given everybody fits this year. Uh, Baylor wants to run the football, so this would be a test. Texas, for the most part, has been great at stopping the run over the last year and a quarter. We'll see if uh, they can do that this Saturday in Waco. Well, I'll say this. I know what they're like on the road so far this year. Pretty daggum good. You know, they seem to handle their business. They seem to handle their business away from home, a little bit better than they they have it at home for some reason. And some teams play that way. Some teams are just better when they're away. When it's just about them, they they tend to play better. Maybe this is that group. You know, they can protect their home, but when they get on the road, they kind of pile it up together and say it's us against the world. So we saw what happened in Tuscaloosa. This, this crowd will not be a nice crowd. By the way, you're probably going to get Big 12 officials in this game too. Of course. Let's not forget that part. Now that we're in the league play, things will change a little bit with the guys with the stripes on. So 
I'm just I'm that some of that stuff I worry about, but I don't I'm not worried about the lines of scrimmage. No, that's not what I'm worried about. If I have a worry, it's about how the quarterback plays and how the offense plays. I'm not too worried about how this defense plays. Yeah, you used the S word when talking about Baylor a few minutes ago, calling them soft, and they did look pretty soft against yes. Texas State. I mean, they got bullied in the trenches in that game, and we said it after the fact. I'll say it again. Texas State looked like the Big 12 team, and Baylor looked like the G5 team right. in that game. I mean, that was not a fluke. Texas State won that one 42-31. They were up 42-24 at one point in the second half, and that game was in Waco. So, hey, shout-out to Texas State. Huge win for them. What a way for G.J. Kenny to start off the Bobcat era down there in San Marcos. But, yeah, Green Hall's got it going on right now. But yeah, I mean, that was obviously a bad loss for Baylor. They were four touchdown favorites in that one. And once again, they got punked on their home turf. And then the Utah game, huh, oh, man, I went and watched this last night. And it's that was just – they blew it. They blew it. Like, I, I don't think Baylor's as bad as most people do. Do I think Texas should win this game? Yes. Do I see why Texas is a two-touchdown favorite in this game? Yes. But I'm more leaning with the computer that this one might be a little closer than, uh, than you and I think a lot of Longhorn fans feel right now. Like, Baylor had Utah beat. And I know Utah was playing with its backup quarterback, but that same Utah team the week before beat the crap out of Florida with yes. that same backup quarterback. And what did Florida just do last week against Tennessee? They beat the crap out of them. So, like, I, Baylor blew that game. A win is a win. A loss is a loss. They choked it away. But, like, they they were with Utah for four quarters of that yes, football game. Your quarterback threw a dumb interception that gave Utah the game-winning score late. And, hell, Baylor got screwed. There should have been a pass interference on the final play of the game. Baylor should have had a first and goal from the one-yard line with an untimed down to try to tie it and force overtime. So, like, I, you see Baylor's one and two. The Texas State loss was was inexcusably bad. I just – I don't think they're as awful as everybody thinks. And if Texas isn't on its P's and Q's, then this game is going to be close and it's going to be frustrating for Longhorn fans. And I wonder, Buck, I wonder because – I hope you're right about what you said with the home and road stuff, right? I mean, look, I, I hope Texas is great at home and great on the road, but obviously for this week, hopefully sure. they're, they're good on the road. I, I'm more worried that that was a Bama, not Bama thing versus a home road thing. And, and you should be able to get like, this is a conference game. And the number one goal for this team this year was That's to win right. the Big 12. So you should be able to get up for this one. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. But we know the emphasis, this program, put on that Alabama game all off season long. And it was clear that the week before and the week after they didn't have that same oomph to them. Hopefully they have it this week, but I, I still wonder if, you know, there's some playing down to their competition stuff going on with this Texas football team and Baylor's down right now. Texas is clearly the better team. I hope we don't see any of that type of stuff that we saw against Rice and that we saw against Wyoming because you're, you're playing with fire if you do something. Well, you're not playing against the mothers of the poor now. I'm not I'm – not, they have some pretty good athletes on their football team. Dave Aranda has recruited pretty well. I'm just saying as a group, as a group that has to do things and coordinate together, they just don't look like they have it. And as, as you said, one thing they do look and they haven't looked for years is they look soft on defense. The defensive line is not the same. The offensive line is okay – the quarterback, who knows? I don't know much about the backup. I knew about the kid who was the starter because on any given day, that kid could fire you up who was starting before. But on any given day, if you hit him in the head, he was down and out. So that, that's the problem. But I, I've got to believe that they're, 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 some of their skill players are as good as you've seen. They, they have that type of skill set. They've, they've been recruiting pretty well themselves. But 
It's just those big trench guys. They're gone. They're either playing in the NFL or they've hit the portal. They don't have the kind of power that they used to have. You yeah. know, Dave Aranda has, has over the last couple of years recruited some decent players to play offense and defensive line. And as I said, they've lost the guys to NFL play. They lost guys on the offense line and the defensive lines in the NFL. So, but they just not playing together as a, as a, a team like that. Yeah. They've got good, some good individuals, but BK, they don't have that team continuity that you would expect that they would have from a Dave Aranda team. And especially on the defensive side. Yeah. Yeah. You talk about that D line. There's no Siaki Ika no. on this defensive front, right? That guy was a problem for a couple of years in Waco. They've had a few of those guys who have become Sunday players in the league. Uh, not the, that secondary is not like the guys that you see playing with the Texans or, or other guys. They're, they're not they're, they're not those type of guys. So if you give your quarterback time, you know, if Quinn Ewers has time, he can get some throws off and get some things done into that secondary, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's hear from uh, Steve Sarkeesian first. We'll hear from both coaches over the next couple of minutes as uh, we get set for Texas and Baylor this Saturday. The slow starts. Somebody asked Sark about those during his press conference on Monday. They started off slow against Rice, right? That was a painful first half to watch. They started off slow against Wyoming. That was a painful first three quarters to watch this past weekend. Here's Sark being asked about how to explain those sluggish starts. Some of it is we just haven't finished some drives. You know, we've had pretty good drives early in the games, um, and we've gotten ourselves into the red area, and we haven't. We haven't finished those drives, you know. I mean, most notably, I mean, you think about the Alabama game. We we were moving, we just weren't we weren't punching it in the end zone. And so, finishing those drives, I think, is important. Um, you know, the other night that that second drive was a ninety-yard drive that it just took us a while. <laughs> I think that's the part that sometimes frustrates us too, because we're so used to kind of getting yards in chunks and and punching it in that sometimes when you have to be a little bit more methodical, there's nothing wrong with that. We shouldn't feel disappointed going 90 yards and scoring a touchdown. But in the end, it's it's owning the openers and owning our game plan. And, um, you know, again, we have a veteran team that really tries to do what we ask of them to do on the offensive side of the ball. And, again, we've placed a lot of emphasis on finishing in the fourth quarter and making adjustments. I got to make sure we, we don't – we got to swing that pendulum back a little bit of owning these openers and, and starting the – it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline way we're capable of starting i love it bk i love methodical drives i love methodical drives where you're up 21 and the other team only scores six or seven those are great those those methodical long you know take half the quarter up you know seven eight minutes i love them i love i love football games like that when you're trying to get to a championship yeah. they can do that all they want to but you can't kick field goals you got to score touchdowns and then you got to hold the other group to one or two touchdowns you can have three or four methodical drives, and you'll win the football game. Gross. Yeah, gross football. Gross. Love that football. Love oh, it. Sp- spoken like a true running back coach and spoken like a guy who was born in the 1800s. <laughs> right there. I don't want to see those. Look, touchdowns are touchdowns and wins are wins. Of course, I'll take a W however I can get one. But I want to see some explosive plays, man. Like, we got that little tease in the Alabama game to where, oh, 
We know this offense is capable of doing it. We know Quinn Ewers can connect on some of those deep shots. We know these receivers, when they catch the ball, are good enough to make some big plays down the field. Like, that's the type of stuff I want to see, right? Like, I'm cool with the methodical drives, too. Don't get me wrong, but like, I, I want this offense. The best offenses have the ability to do both, right? If they need a 9-10 play, play drive to score on you and kill some clock, they can do it. The best offenses are the Miami Dolphins. That's what you're looking for. Yeah, you're if looking, they need that momentum-changing type of play where it's, boom, yeah. two plays, 60 yards, touchdown, like that's the type of stuff that I'm looking for from any offense, but especially an offense with as much talent as this one. But you know this one has the capabilities of doing that with Xavier Worthy. We know that. That guy yeah. can just – if he outflanks you and you give him a crease and he's gone, you're not catching up to him. There's no – there's no if he gets angles, none of that stuff works with this guy. He's just gone. They have the capabilities of doing that. You know, they also have the capabilities of throwing it to their defensive tackle, too. You know, they could slide one out there to the tackle, too. But, oh, but don't worry about the tight end. He'll be in the part of the game plan this week, I presume. Hey, Gunnar you know? Helm had a couple of catches. What do you oh, mean? Oh, that's right. He's one of the leading receivers, too. That yes, that's right. I, I can't forget about that. Uh, Hell, you're one of the leading receivers. Me? For that group. Hell, you you would be. I've got less drops than all of those dudes. Oh, that's for sure. <laughs> that, that, is, that is for sure. I expect this group, you know, playing playing players, a lot of these players, you know, they played high school against, and and that's 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 a big thing too. This is this is one of those away games that's like you're in your home state, though. This is a pride game. This is one that you'll play against guys you saw in high school. You've been playing Pop Warner football with them. I mean, it's it's a lot more than just the, the game down the road, just a conference game against a team that you should beat. It's a lot of pride. It goes way, way back. So it'll be very, very interesting. But I'm really interested in seeing this team on the road. I kind of know what I'm going to get at home. I'm going to get a slow start. They're going to win a football game. It's going to take some time. But on the road, they so far this year, they tend to, to kind of get cranking, get going. And it's us against the world kind of thing. And that's good to see. And hopefully we'll see that on Saturday night, too, that it's us against the world. Let's get going. Let's get a lead. Let's play really good, solid football. And if they have to catch us, so be it, because they won't catch us. Yeah, to me, this Saturday is the official start of the Embrace the Hate Tour. Yes. I mean, not to say that the last three teams Texas played didn't want to beat Texas, but uh, there's uh, some bad blood between Texas and the rest of the Big 12 teams. And you know every other fan base wants to beat Texas on the Longhorns' way out the door. So – uh, this is the Embrace the Hate Tour. Sark's talked about it. The players have talked about it. Embrace the hate because there's going to be a lot of it from opposing teams, coaches, fan bases, officials. It's all coming the Longhorns way over the course of the next few months. They've got to embrace it, but more importantly, find a way to overcome it's it. Championship. This is a this is the championship push. It starts this weekend. You've yep. had your free your preseason's over. You can't afford you, you can't stumble around now. Yeah. I know you can say they can lose one and still be in the championship game. This isn't about losing one. This is about winning them all. Yep. Agreed. 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 All right. Before we hear from Dave Aranda, because he had some interesting things to say about the University of Texas and this Saturday's game, let's give some love to some of our sponsors. Hey, we know Tom McKay's tuned in this morning. By the way, another texter, not Tom McKay himself, but a texter said, I just bought an 85-inch TV from Tom, and it rocks. Yeah. It says, could use that 75-inch for my outdoor patio. Hey. <laughs> You've got a chance to win one of those bad boys thanks to AV Consultations. But the good news is, Buck, if you don't win, you could still make the call to AV Consultations and get 
the TV setup that you've always dreamed of. Yeah, I mean, you, it, I mean, you, you'll be the envy of your neighborhood for sure. And Tom has everything for the entertainment system of your dreams for sure. You don't have to go shopping around for the TV. Don't go to the big box store, get the TVs. Then have to run around and get the mounts, the equipment needed to make it all work. Tom and his guys will bring everything you need, and they'll set it up for you. No holes in the wall, no wires hanging down from the TV. It is as clean as and clean and easy as possible. He'll get that done for you. Now, they're one of the largest dealers of most television and audio brands, and they have all the hottest items in stock. Not only is it in stock, but he's got the hardest find TVs and Sonos equipment. How about this? Folks, you don't have to wait six weeks for Tom McKay to get that Sonos equipment. He's got it in stock now. And the good thing about Tom and his group, they're not going to jack up prices on you. People tend to jack up prices when his stuff is hard to get. Well, he's got it, and he's not going to jack you at all. He's going to make sure that you get the best. <laughs> you're going to get the best deal out there for sure. Audiovisual consultation, 512-255-8678. They're the smart guys that don't make you feel stupid. Please make the call today. Go to abconsultations.com. Yeah, he's not going to jack you. Don't worry about that. No, Mel. No, Mel, he's not. <laughs> oh, my God. Shout out to AB Consultations. They are the absolute best. And, yeah, you see the two TVs rolling behind me. AB Consultations. You see the TVs, like the Buck said, you don't see the wire sticking out. They do no. the very no. best work. They are the best people out there as well. Shout out to them. And also shout out to our friends at Jack Allen's kitchen oh yeah went there this past weekend hell i might go there this weekend too I, I could eat there every single day they've got an extensive menu something for everyone in the family they've got the full bar as well including the Altstadt beer there on tap yeah that's right they're doing you right at jack allen's kitchen they serve up the best comfort food with a texas twist seven days a week the smoked barbacoa quesadillas their chicken fried new york strip smothered in green chili gravy the burgers there are freaking phenomenal man jack allen's operates with a lone star state of mind to bring the best food to your table every single time they've got a great patio as well if the weather starts to cool down hopefully eventually it does it's a great place to hang out they've got tvs too so you can catch all of the games all season long i'm telling you come hungry and head to any of the five jack allen's locations all throughout Central Texas. Dine friendly the Texas way with our friends at Jack Allen's Kitchen. And they do serve your Allstat beer, which is incredible. I saw that big blonde glass of Allstat beer. The guy was going for his second Allstat the last time I was there to pick up an order. And he was and he was making all kinds of sounds. It sounded like my wife snoring last night. He's like, ah, I'm like, oh, that must be good. Now I can't partake in that, but for him, it looked like it was tasty, man. What Just time was this? Like 10:30 in the morning? Oh, right. Yes. He was he was making all every time he took a sip, BK. You, I mean, you're talking about the relaxing. Wow. Mm. I thought he was gonna lay his head on the lay his head right there on the bar and get some sleep. Ah, I said that must be good, that all stat beer now. Man, hey, oh man. I, might as well talk about it. Bucky's talking about it. The guy at the bar at Jack Allen's is talking about oh, it. Oh yeah. If you've had a sip of it, you know about it. Altstad beer, the best beer that you could find all throughout the state of Texas. If you're watching from the Metroplex, if you're watching from the Houston area, they've got you covered down there too, but especially in Central Texas, you can find Altstad wherever you buy your beer. H-E-B, Specs, Twin Liquors, Total Wine, they've got you covered. And it's popping up at more and more bars and restaurants throughout the state as well. With damn good reason. This is a damn good beer. Yeah, you'll have that experience just the, 
after every sip. That's wow. how good this stuff is, man. It is all stat beer, no impurities, no regrets. All right, okay, Jack, I got to ask you this. Now, we, you know, we've gone through two weeks of the NFL, and in week number two, AFC. You know, we Hold thought on. the Jets would be the team. We thought they were the guys. We always think the Chargers are the group who are going to come through. Hey, Denver's got a new coach. You know, with Sean Payton, is Russell Wilson going to get it done? But is there anybody better than the Miami Dolphins right now? Is there mm-hmm. any team better in the AFC than the Miami Dolphins? All right, people people are going to get mad at us if I don't play this Dave Aranda cut that I tease. Okay, so tease it up. Bring it real in. quick. All right, then we'll get to that because that's a, that's a good tease for, uh, for our next segment because right. there's a lot to get into in the NFL. But just want to play this and get your thoughts on this first. Uh, this is from Dave Aranda's press conference on Monday, right? Stark's got his deal in Austin. Aranda's got his weekly deal in Waco. And when you talk about Altstat being so good, maybe you want to take a nap. Dave Aranda's so boring that you feel like <laughs> you might have to take a nap every time that dude's up at the podium. Uh, the very first question he was asked on Monday was about playing Texas for the final time, at least for the foreseeable future. And here is what, this is very interesting, what Dave Aranda had to say about this matchup against the Horns. No, I appreciate that. We are going to talk about that. You know, I think as an aside to that, but probably not an aside, is um, I can't tell you how many times um, this offseason it's been, um, hey, Dave, just win one game, please. You know, and so that has been brought up to me multiple, multiple times. And so, um, you know, I can, I, I, I sense it and I know it and, um, you know, I'm I'm uh, blessed and more blessed to be able to do something about it. And so, but we're definitely going to talk about the history and just some of the bigger games in the past uh, because I think that's way important with something like this. Dude, we're going to talk about the history. I will be history if I listen to you. I, I will be a passed away by the time you get done talking <laughs> about the history. That right there, that seemed like it was 25 minutes of nothing. Dude, he starts every answer by saying, I appreciate that, or I appreciate the question. You heard that at the start of the cut. Every single answer he gave on Monday, I haven't watched every Dave Aranda presser, thank God. Uh, I don't know if that's something he does every week, but it's something he did on Monday, and it was brutal, dude. You don't have to thank everybody for every single question that they ask. That's their freaking job, dude. God, Dave. But the interesting part, like he – he he talked about it. He's like, I mean, it, it's very Aggie-like, right? You got Baylor fans going up to him saying, hey, just win one game this season. Just yeah. beat Texas, right? I don't care if you go 1-11. If that one win is against the Longhorns, we'll call this a successful season. Like, that's the way Dave Aranda was making it sound right there. So, Dude, you will not keep your job if you win one game a year. Let me tell you something. You better win more than one. If they're hey. telling you just win one for the Gipper, you better be careful. If, if Dave Miranda goes six and six this year and one of those wins is against Texas, he'll be brought back. Sure. Okay. If, you go, if he goes six and six and they lose to Texas, he might not be. Like that's that's the time. I mean, hell, Cliff Kingsbury and Lubbock saved his job a few years ago yes, by beating Texas. Like that gave him another year in Lubbock. Like th- this is a thing. You beat Texas, especially this year, the last year, where you get those bragging rights, even though Texas has owned Baylor historically. Still, you get the bragging rights. We know it with AM, even though we've owned AM historically. Like people talk about that 2011 game all the time. Yeah. AM fans hate that. And we know if the Aggies won that final game for, you know, what was then the final game, then they'd be talking a lot of shit about that one too. Like Baylor's going to have bragging rights for this last game 
if they find a way to win it. So the reason I, I say it, like it's pathetic. Once again, it's such a sorry, soft mindset to have. But I guess when you're a little brother, that's the type of uh, the, the mental state that you have to be in. Baylor is treating this game like Texas treated the Alabama game, I think. Like, I, I think there was a lot of a lot of Baylor's offseason went into this first conference game against Texas. You might disagree with me there. That's fine. But I think Baylor is going to pull out all of the stops. All of the stops. You mean you're not going to see the same defense you're expecting to see or the same offense? I mean, things will be different? Things will be different. Hell, some of it will be the same because defensively, they gave Quinn Ewers some problems in that game last year, even though Texas won it in Austin. They're going to do some of what worked. They're going to do some of what Rice did that worked. They're going to do some of what Wyoming did that worked. They're going to do some of some of what Alabama did that worked. Although there Don't wasn't do any of the Alabama stuff. None of that shit worked. Yeah, you're right. Not much of that, that worked. But they're going to do that, but they're also going to do some new things. So, like, th- to me, this is not, oh, Baylor's had six days to prepare for this game. No, they, they've been thinking about this one. And Dave Aranda, I know his seat's warming up, and uh, I, I know this has not been the start to the year that he expected, but I think he's a good enough football mind to have some things in store that are going to catch Texas off guard this Saturday. So Baylor, like he's telling you right then and there, this game means a lot to Baylor. And if it doesn't mean a lot to Texas, then buckle up. We might be in for a slugfest on Saturday. Don't fall for that nonsense. Poppycock. Don't fall for that bull. Really? That group is not going to beat Texas in Waco and they're not going to dominate the game. And it's not going to be a fourth quarter game. Those guys are going to get smacked in the mouth and smashed all over the football field. They're not good. They're not good. Now, I mean, and it's not going to be one of those, oh, it's Texas. We really get up for Texas. Oh, no. What you're going to get up for is an ass whipping on Saturday night down by the river. Down there, we'll be throwing those <laughs> Baylor T-shirts into the river after this game. Are you kidding me? The Baylor Bears, that group is worthless. Mm. That's not a good football team. They got beat by Texas State. Now, let's not forget that. I, you know, I'm not going to – we're not going to pretend like they didn't get beat by Texas State. Green Hall didn't just drive them all over the place and dominate them on both sides of the ball. And that's exactly the same thing. Now they're going to have a group that's the number three team in the nation, looking for a championship, ready to kick everybody's ass on the way out of this conference, went to Tuscaloosa and fought the best of the best. I I don't see this this team going to Waco and having – Dave Aranda, soft-spoken, nice, wonderful man that he is. Everybody, everybody loves Dave Raymond Aranda. That's nice, but no, not this week. Now you're number three team in the nation. You can just go punk them. Period. Everybody loves Dave Raymond Aranda. Yeah, come on, man. That's not a show I'm watching. Dude. Yeah, that, that would put you to sleep. That deal right there is not going to work. That's- Are you? Are you talking about Dave Raymond, the Texas Rangers TV broadcaster? Why is he trying? What is he trying? That is that speech right there going to pump you up if you're on Dude, that team? I'm I'm, I'm going to post what your speech was and hope Baylor uses it as bulletin board material for Ooh, Saturday yeah. night. They need more than that. Look, Texas is better than Baylor. I think Texas is going to win this game. I'm just saying Baylor's going to be awake. And if you're sleepwalking like you have in two of your first three games this season – against the teams that you were supposed to beat, then this might get interesting on Saturday night, all right? Like, Texas has the huge talent edge over Baylor to the point where, hey, even if they're not playing an A-level game, they should still be able to win this one. But, like, you sleepwalk 
the way that you have in two of these games, you try that stuff on the road against a team that is going to be ready for this one. Then only thing Waco has is traffic. That's all they have is traffic <laughs> and fast and a, food. They got the fast food, fast food hell, yeah. right there. I don't, miss that, I don't miss that Dairy Queen coming through Waco. Hell no, no, thank you, nobody. Listen, Longhorn fans and Longhorn players and coaches, don't fall for Dave Aranda, the kind guy to put his hand around, put his arm around you, one arm around you, the other one in your back pocket. You know, don't don't do that. That guy is not going anywhere. His team is not going to beat you if you're prepared to go. Yeah, they'll be all pumped up and jacked up. Just punch them in the face a couple times. They'll give in. You're not going to be the team. Dave Aranda is not talking this stuff. Punch Texas in the mouth a couple times. They'll give in eventually. He's going, oh, my God, how do we stop this group? How do we stop this group from just pile driving us with that defense? How do we stop this group that has eight sacks so far this year mm. for not only pressuring our quarterback? How's our quarterback going to throw the ball down the field? Yeah. Who's he going to throw to that we won't step in front of and pick it and take it to the house? Right. He, ought to be yeah. talking to his, his, he needs to be talking to his quarterback about don't throw up any of those – don't throw up any air balls because it'll get picked going the other way. That's what he needs to do. Baylor's Baylor's offense doesn't scare me very much. I mean, even if they had Blake Shapin, their starting right. quarterback, I wouldn't be very scared about Baylor's offense. But this Sawyer Robertson cat is not good. I mean, he's completing 45% of his passes, one touchdown, three interceptions. They brought in R.J. Martinez, who, where is he, Westwood? I think he played at Westwood. He's from Austin. Uh, they brought him in for a couple of series last week against Long Island. I don't know if they're going to try something like that this weekend. Uh, we already know Sawyer Robertson's going to start that game for Baylor, but he's not that good. Baylor's running game is fine. I, I like. I'm not that worried about the Baylor offense, Buck. I'm worried about the Texas offense. I'm not even that worried about the Baylor defense because they got steamrolled by Texas State, and they people have ran all over them through three weeks. Like they've got the worst run defense in the Big Twelve. So if Texas is buttoned up, then this is not going to be a close game on Saturday. But like if Texas's offense does what it did in the first half against Rice, does what it did in the first three quarters against Wyoming, then, hey, if this game is 10-10 to 10 going into the fourth quarter, it wouldn't be the most shocking thing in the world to me if they play like they did in those two games. Well, let's take it that they're not going to play like that. They're going to play like the road warriors that they were in Tuscaloosa. And now they're playing for a chance. Now they're on the championship march right now. Baylor's just the first group that's in their way to yeah. me. If, yeah. they're, if they're buttoned up, this is just the first – this is just the first group that they're playing in a list of other groups that are going to get smashed. That's what I believe from this football team right now. Yeah. I, I, they, they have just too many players, and they haven't even hit they haven't hit their stride to me offensively yet. So, I mean, even in Tuscaloosa, I think they haven't hit it. I think this is a great week to do it, just down the road against your old buddies, Baylor. Yes. And Dave Aranda, why he sleeps on the sideline, just make sure you get that dude a pillow on the sideline so he can take a nap. Just smash them. I mean, come on. Yep. He's thankful. Yeah. He won't be thankful after Saturday. Nope. Nope. No. I hope you're right. I hope you're right. I hope this is an easy dub for Texas. Texas, more talented. Uh, they've got a better coach, a better coaching staff. They've got they a got nice little advantage. stadium down along the river. Yeah. You know? and there will be plenty of Texas fans in Waco, right? Yes. Like, it, it's not going to be quite a neutral site, but every time these two teams play at Baylor, Texas has a good contingent of fans that makes the short trip down I-35, and I think there's going to be more Texas fans this year because, well, Texas is better this year than they've been in years past, and there are a lot of folks who agree with you. This is just the start 
of uh, running through the Big 12 for this Texas Longhorn football yeah, team. Yeah, I'm not I'm not giving this group much credence. I I'll tr- you play them all the same every week, you know, play them the same, they're all the same, you treat them the same, you treat them like you're playing Alabama and you're a more talented football team and you go win this game because if you can't win this game, you can't win a championship if you don't go on the road and, and beat teams like Baylor. You're not deserving of to be in the championship if you can't do that. If you yeah. go down there and you're unbuttoned up and you got a bunch of penalties, no. Well, they haven't had a bunch. They haven't been like that. So why would I think they're going to be like that? Why would Texas be like that now? Well, they, they had they had bad penalties against Wyoming. What are you talking about? Yeah, they had a I'm, false I mean, start why, on the first play of the game. Yeah, but you don't. But they didn't have a, a belt. They didn't have any. I mean, they don't turn the ball over. I mean, do you expect them to go down there and give give Waco the ball? No, they're not going to give <laughs> yeah. Waco high the ball. They're not going to do that. <laughs> they're going to take care of the football and play good, solid football as they've played. That's why they're 3-0. Hey, by the way, they're number three in the nation for some, for, for some reason. Somebody's yep. voted them. Some coaches and some writers have thought they were good enough to be the number three team in the country. And so you go down there and play like the number three team in the country. That, that doesn't change. You get out there, you smash this group, and then you just keep on marching. Oh, if they play like the number three team in the country, they might win this game by four touchdowns. Like we might see some Malik Murphy in this game on Saturday. But can I see a couple they, different wide receivers, except for the same three that I've seen the entire season? Doubtful. Doubtful. Yeah, well, that means that means that. that they're not quite ready. That these guys have gotten together with the quarterback yet. They're yep. still only playing three, and some guy comes in and substitutes for one play, and then you don't see him for quarters on in after that. That means they're not quite sure the wide receiver coach, and the head coach that these guys are on the same page yet. And now we're going into game four. That should be – I mean, they should they should be substituting guys that have, you know, have a little bit of zip in them. They, that, that wide receiver group is supposed to be the best that Texas has seen in a while. Well, they need to let some of the other guys play and, and show some of that too to the rest yep. of this league. Yeah, yeah. I want to see more Jonte Cook. Let sure. Jonte Cook. Yes, okay. please. I know – I know he had that drop this past Saturday, but God, I just I, I feel like there's some mental block with that dude right now. Or it's I mean, like, what did oh, they bring the New York kid here? Was he just window dressing for the wide receiver room, or, or or is he good enough to play at this level? He's good enough to play at this level, I think, and he's healthy. Like Chip was talking about this yesterday on Chip and Zay, where it's like everybody I've talked to, and Chip's for my money the best insider in the game. He's like they say Nayor is healthy and he's fine, and Sark's just not playing him. So like I I, I don't. Like, look, we, we talked about this a lot yesterday. We won't dive too far into it again today, but Xavier Worthy's the best receiver on this team. Yes. Like, A.D. Mitchell, Jordan Whittington, that's your 2-3. And then I, I get it. Like, those guys are better than they are. They're better than Jonte Cook right now. No no qualms about that. Those guys should be playing more than anybody else. But, yeah, just to keep guys fresh, you know, in the, in the first half, can we get a couple of snaps for Jonte Cook, can we get a couple of snaps for Isaiah Nayor? I'm not saying when they're in the game, like you have to force feed them the ball or anything no. like oh, that. No, but just... no, but let them get on the field and run yeah. routes and clear routes and do things. You know, I mean, I thought that that young kid was still going to be a, a freshman sensation. Hardly even played. I know. Like every that? other position the freshmen are playing. C.J. Baxter started the year as the starter. Right. Uh, Anthony Hill's obviously getting a lot of run. Malik Muhammad is getting a lot of run. Like, there are plenty of freshmen who are getting some PT for this team, but not the guys who play wide receiver. Yeah, yeah. that's interesting. That I mean, which tells me that they're not quite sure that the, the three that are out there as the starters are on the same page with the quarterback yet. Yeah. That they're, they're, they're struggling. Yeah. Well, their struggle is, oh, there's no struggle with Olipop, though. Is that a line? Is that the, 
Is that the new flavor that's out there? The lemon lime action. Lemon lime action, huh? Crack this bad boy open. Turn this thing into a party. There you go. Hey, a party, a healthy party. Oh, that's good stuff right there. You're liking that stuff, huh? I love this stuff. Somebody texted in about Olipop earlier, like before we even got on the air today, and asked her their six packs of Olipop. They've got four packs and they've got eight packs of Olipop. They also have the individual cans as well. They got them at HEB. They got them at Target. They got them at Walmart. They got them at Whole Foods, Costco, pretty much wherever you shop for groceries. You can find the greatness of Olipop. I've got the lemon-lime flavor this morning. They've got all the classic soda flavors like cola, like root beer, like Dr. Goodwin, which is their version of a Dr. Pepper. They've got the grape. They've got the cherry Coke, cream soda. They've got it all. And like the buck said, Olipop is actually good for you. It's a soda that tastes great. That's good for you. Inside the can, a blend of seven unique botanicals, plant fibers, and prebiotics. You're getting nine grams of fiber. In every single can, Olipop tastes just like the soda you grew up sipping, but with the added benefits of microbiome and digestive health support as well. They did it. Somebody finally found a way to make a soda that tastes phenomenal, and that's also good for you as well. Four grams of sugar, 50 calories in this thing. And once again, those added health benefits too that will help your digestive system. It's legit. Check it out. Olipop, it might change your life you know what else is good for you this chair that i'm sitting in from relax the back our friends that relax relax the back you know nothing made me more feel more comfortable than when i got this wonderful chair that i have right now as a matter of fact bk i've now started to move this chair away from the desk and towards the television where i can sit back and watch it instead of sitting on my soft couch that i have that makes my back hurt just a little bit it's nice it's nice to sleep on but to sit up right in Nothing works like the folks have at Relax the Back. And they've got plenty of chairs. they got gravity recliners for you. And they've got Tempur-Pedic mattresses just for you, too. They've got two wonderful locations. And go in there and find a chair that's going to fit you, whether it's at your office or at your home. They're at the Hill Country Gallery across from Whole Foods and in Austin at the Gateway Shopping Center across from the Container Store. Live like the buck, pain-free at Relax the Back. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And shout-out to our friends at Top Gun Lawn and Equipment Rentals. Go see them. If you have any job that you need to tackle, they've got the tools for you to get it done. They have an extensive selection of rental equipment for everything, like small home jobs to large construction gigs. They've got the biggest brands, too. Steel, Hustler, Toro, Walker, DeWalt, everything you could ever need. They are Austin's number one source for all of your equipment, rentals, sales, and supplies, and they've been around since 1996. Two Austin-area locations, one in Anderson Square up north, the other down south on South First Street. Check them out online to see what they've got for you at TopGun.net. Top Gun will shoot you straight. All right, but yeah. what was that NFL question you had for Yeah, me? the question I had in the NFL right now in the last two weeks, AFC, we had a number of teams that everybody thought highly of. The Chargers, everybody is always loving, you know, they love their quarterback. They love the Chargers. They love the running game. Are they the team in the AFC? Is it – you know, it was going to be the Jets, of course, with Aaron Rodgers. No longer do they have Aaron Rodgers, and they're definitely not the team. But I'm looking at this Miami Dolphins team, which I, you know, did I not say they were going to the Super Bowl before we started all this? Yes, I did. The Miami Dolphins to the Super Bowl. I mean, it looks like the best all-around team in the AFC, and one of the best in, in the foot, in National Football League is right now. 
in the top three or four, I believe, in the National Football League when it comes to offense and defense. You know, they've been playing for years. They've been playing very good defense. And now they got the type of offense that's just unstoppable. I don't know how you stop these guys. Yeah. Unless you knock two, unless you knock two out. Right. Yeah. That's uh, that's the thing that Dolphins fans have to be weary of, right? I mean, Tua last year before he got hurt was playing at an MVP level. Yep. This year he's playing at an MVP level through a couple of weeks. And uh, they just got to keep that dude healthy. I mean, they still made the playoffs last year, even though Tua missed almost half the season. That shows you how talented the rest of the roster is. But yeah, if this team has any aspirations of getting to the Super Bowl like you think they will, they need to make sure Tua T stays on the field. But two impressive wins, two road wins, too. Yeah. For Miami to open up the year, right? They went into LA to play the Chargers. Uh, you know, that, that kind of feels like a home game for every team who plays the Chargers, but still technically a road game. They won that one in that shootout. They obviously beat the Patriots on Sunday Night Football in Foxborough this past weekend. And they, like, Sark's talking about this with Texas. He's he's stretching it a little bit for me because, you know, they've, they've done this against Wyoming and Rice. But I'm, I'm a firm believer of you're a great team if you can win in a multitude of ways. Yes. And the Dolphins have won their two games in two very different ways, right? That Chargers game was a shootout. They needed the offense to put up 36 to get the win. And then week two, they ran the ball a lot more. Their defense stepped up, and they won a close game, but also a much lower scoring game. So, like, that's that's what I want to see for my contending teams is the ability to win games in a variety of ways, and the Dolphins have showcased that right now. So, yeah, they, they look like the one of the best teams in the NFL. Um, look, Kansas City's still the team to beat in the AFC. Like, I know they lost their first game to Detroit. They bounced back. They got Kelsey back. They got Chris Jones back, and they got back into the win column at Jacksonville this past weekend. So, to me, Kansas City's still number one until proven otherwise. But Miami, and you got to throw Baltimore in the mix, too. Yes. They're, they're no doubt. Right now. There's only two 2-0 teams in the AFC, Buck. It's Miami and it's Baltimore. So, yes. those, if you want to throw those two in your top three, then I've got no qualms at all. Both of those teams are legit. Obviously, Lamar Jackson is back, and he's healthy. They need to keep him healthy, too, in Baltimore. Uh, they've got better receivers this season. That defense is always pretty good. Harbaugh is one of the best coaches in football. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean if you want to go Chiefs, Dolphins, Ravens, in some sort of order okay. right now, I would uh, I would have no qualms with that. How do you feel about, you feel, how you feeling about Cincinnati? They'll make their comeback if Joe Burrow can get healthy. If Joe Burrow doesn't get healthy, they're done. They can – they can pretend that they can do it, you know. They can get this thing going with a backup quarterback or they'll figure out a way defensively. Without Joe Burrow, they're not getting it done. No, 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 no. I mean, the Bengals aren't done right now because they started 0-2 last year and made it all the way to the AFC yes, Championship game. But, yeah, they had Joe Burrow last year. So, yeah, it's uh, it's a mess right now. Who knows if Joe Burrow is going to play this weekend? Uh, and, obviously, who knows what his health is going to be throughout the season. So, yeah, they need that dude. He's one of the best yeah. players in football. He's clearly not 100% right now. The question is, do they give him a couple of weeks to try to get close to 100% and hope that the team could stay afloat while he's out? Or do they say, nah, like we're 0-2. We don't have any margin for error. We got to play this dude even if he's only 80 to 90%. Well, I think they got to play him if he's 80 or 90%. You know, they, they, they decided to go in the direction of not sitting him down for the first couple of games and let him become healthy. But this thing is going to linger, but he's got to play. They can't They can't keep losing ground. Uh, they're losing ground in their division. They can't keep losing ground the way they're losing ground to these teams. Yep. It's, it's not going to get easier for them. And so they need to get somebody in there that 
be able to help them survive and win a couple games before he gets, you know, but, but before he gets totally healthy, but I don't think he's going to be totally healthy. If he plays, if he plays from this point on, that's going to be a pain in the calf every week. I mean, that's not going to, you're not going to go through a game where, Oh, you know what? Feels good. Nothing happened to it. Something's going to happen in each game that he plays in with that, with that calf injury. Yeah. It's not normal to no. go sit on the bench and grab the Theragun every <laughs> no. single time you come off the field. Like that's, that's not what you should be doing as a quarterback really at any position. So I need, I need one of those. I need one of those for my, for my calves and my thighs. You know, when I was swinging that club yesterday, I hit the ball pretty decent. I, I was hitting the ball pretty long, you know, and I was hitting my three wood nice yesterday, but you know, it's, if I use that gun and loosen up some and, and got some of these cranks, these little things that I have as an older man, you know, the cartilage gets tight in there. You need to break up some of that cartilage. What is that gun called? The Thero gun? Theragun. Theragun. I need to I grab bet, I bet they have them at Relax the Back. Like that. I bet you they do. You're right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Go check or those when guys I become out. a Walmart greeter, I bet you they got them at Walmarts too. Yeah, yeah. When is that happening, by the way? You're getting close to that age. Oh, probably another 10 years or so. That's something I'll be with you, you for another do? 10. Okay. You'll then be I with become, me for... Or the starter or the Walmart greeter. What do I you want to do? Yeah, I want to be out. I like outdoors, so I'd rather be a starter at a golf course that will have me. There you go. That's a fun gig right there. Walmart's a little dangerous. They got some knuckleheads that come into Walmarts. Oh, my God. Yeah, you I know? like I, – I, I never feel like I'm better than anyone, right? Until <laughs> you all, go in there. We're all equal on this earth. Yeah, until when you go in there, but then I go into Walmart. Wow! And I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm better than like ninety percent of you in this store right now. You know, you feel the same way when you go into Taco Bell, or you always get it to go. No, go to no I don't feel the same way. I, I feel like the people in Taco Bell are better than me. There you go. I'm you lucky go. to be in their presence. But Walmart, it's like, oh my god! Like I, I don't have everything going for me, but I know I got more going for me than you jabronis in here. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Hey, when you say you're uh, hitting the ball far, by the way, on the golf course, what does that mean these days? Like 150? What are you talking? No, no, no. I'm I'm getting three woods in that 180 range now. I mean, I'm back to getting that driver a legitimate 190 to 200. I can, I can, I'm getting some free, I'm free swinging right now. Mel Tucker, Mel Tucker. You know what I'm saying? You're doing that on the golf course? (laughs) Come on, man. Is that, did that really happen to that guy? I'm serious. Did that really happen to Coach Tucker? He decided to go jack crazy and absolutely take $95 million and just piss it out the window. I mean, just really? That guy really did that? Just to rub one out over the phone. I'm finding that hard to believe. Well, I mean, something was hard that night, for just sure. Just say no. Just say no. And yes, there is a limit of money limitation on horny. There's a money limitation. <laughs> $95 million should be it. it. Now we know. $95 million should be your limitations on needing phone sex and being horny, right? $95 million. That should be it, right? I've got a chance. Even if I suck as a coach, I'm going to get $95 million when they fire me. Oh. But if I get on the phone and start playing with Wet Willie, I've got a problem. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, really? Uh, that's going to be a messy pun intended lawsuit. Dude, if you just told me, okay, Buck, stay at the house for four years. We'll then give you $95 million. BK, I think I can stay at the house. I mean, if I could go on the property for 95 million, could you do it? 
Yeah, to stay wait at my place or at your place? At my place out here for ninety five million. Just stay oh. on the property. Everything oh, you need the- will be brought to you. Uh, if you're not there, yes. If you're there, no. I can't stay with you. <laughs> Ain't a, uh, an amount of money in the world that will make it worth it for me. You can drink that toad piss water of mine <laughs> out of the garage. Oh no! Please no! Oh man! What I about just, the? I'm just finding that hard to believe that a man could do that. Yeah. Well, it's it's undefeated, isn't it, Buck? No, it's I can defeat that. Oh, you can beat it up, huh? Oh, I can beat that up. I can beat that phone up. I will I will not do that for, for a long, long time. If you told me there's that that rainbow, that pot of gold at the end of that rainbow, good grief. Oh, man. Yep, Mel Tucker. Good conversation with Howard Griffith, by the way, oh, yesterday yeah. from the Big Ten Network. If you missed that, check out the podcast of yesterday's show on Spotify or Apple, and you can hear that conversation. And, by the way, our, and, and you know what? On that point, we didn't ask him about – Coach Harbaugh coming to Michigan. You know, they're, my my sleeper team is still number two. They're still sleeping, but they get their head coach back this week. They do. They do. And they play, I think, Rutgers this weekend. I mean, Michigan's schedule, like they play two teams this year. It's Penn State and it's Ohio State. That's it. Like they had nobody in the non-con. Obviously, they play Texas next year, so that won't be the case in 2024. But this year, nobody in the non-con and – the Big Ten is kind of down this season, and they don't have any tough crossover games. Not that there are usually many tough crossover. Is games. Iowa on their schedule? Are the are the are the betters on their schedule think, this year? I don't I don't think they have Iowa or Iowa State this year. Wow. Yep. Yep. So uh, Iowa State would be an easy win for them, and Iowa probably would be too. But Iowa is ranked number twenty five. Lord help us all. See how long that lasts. But yeah, Michigan. It's kind of funny that they're your sleeper for a number of different reasons. I mean, yes. It's really a joke because they're the number two team in the country. So calling them a sleeper is ridiculous. But um, no one's really talking about Michigan right now, right? Like it, part of it is because Harbaugh hasn't been there. And a big part of it has been they haven't played anybody. But like they're just kind of quietly going about their business. Like they haven't looked amazing but they, they haven't had any close games. Like, they've done what they've needed to do through three weeks, and they're just like – Like you said, they haven't played anybody yeah. to do anything. They're just – you know, they're just kind of rolling along right now doing their thing up there in Ann Arbor. So, uh, yeah, once again, those two games, I think they're – I think they're at Penn State and home against Ohio State this year. Yeah, at God, Penn State. Like they're at Penn against, State this year? Yeah, wow. and those are, those are two – so, it, it is like Michigan's got three interesting games to end the year. They're at Penn State, top 10 team, at Maryland. Playing better, yes. We know about Maryland. And then home versus Ohio State. So, like, those three, like, people might not say a freaking word about Michigan unless they lose and get upset. But people might not be talking about them at all. But, man, those last three regular season games, it's they're going to be top of mind for everybody. And you're worried about my sleeper has to play three games at the end. And you're worried about Waco High. Are you kidding me? What's wrong with you? Uh, the number Texas. three team in the nation that's going Texas. to Waco to play. This isn't this isn't Texas in the top twenty-five. This is the number three team in the country. And yeah, you can you can talk about teams. Are they that good this year? There's a lot of good football teams this year. A lot of good. There'll be a lot of good nine and threes and eight and four teams that are good football teams. BK, mm-hmm. but but when you have a chance to be number three and possibly go undefeated. In a, I think a weak conference this season, where the Pac-12 is better than your conference with the two or three teams that they have, 
I mean, you've got to take advantage of it. This is something for Sark and his staff to take advantage of. This should not be one of those, oh, we're going to get their best shot. You should just go and annihilate the teams in the Big 12, period. Yeah, I agree. And this is one. I agree. Look, if Texas doesn't win the Big 12 this year, I'm going to have zero confidence in Steve Sarkeesian ever winning a conference championship, let alone a national championship. Like, it, it doesn't get any easier than this. And obviously, it's going to get tougher with the move to the SEC. I know the SEC hasn't been great this season, but come on, I mean, we all know the SEC is sure. better than the Big 12. It's it's tougher there to win a conference championship. The 12-team playoff, okay, Texas maybe will have a shot to win that or win that, to get in that, yes. uh, even if they don't win the SEC every year. But in terms of winning a conference title, it doesn't get any easier for this Texas team this year. And with the talent, with the experience, with the fact that it's year three for this coaching staff, and there hasn't been a lot of turnover on this coaching staff like we've right. seen from you know Charlie's and Tom Herman's previous staffs, then now th- th- this is it. This is it. So, yeah, lost this weekend in Waco. Obviously, you could still bounce back and win every other game and win the Big 12 and still make the playoff. But, but who's would, to uh, believe this team, if they lose this game to Waco, that that will be their only loss? I mean, talking about getting your no. bobber now. Yeah. No, yeah, exactly. Like, no, if they lose this game at Baylor, I'm like, well, shit. Like, Baylor's not very good. Like, now I'm worried about OU. Now I'm worried about Kansas State. Hell, now do I need to be worried about Kansas there you next go. weekend? So I don't think it's going to happen once again. I just I think this game will be closer. I hope I'm wrong. It should go without saying. I just uh, I think this game will be closer than a lot of Texas fans. You and the supercomputer. Me and the supercomputer. All right, yeah. we we've got to shift gears. We'll we'll talk about some of the NFC teams a little bit later. We also have to have some fun because there's a, a couple of airport oh no airplane videos that. I've got to show the buck as people just continue to not know how to act at our airports here in the great old U.S. of A. But before we get to that, some words for some of our great sponsors. How about our friends at Covert and BK? Yeah, BK, tell me, I'm going to tell you this. We love the folks out there and Stacy and Dan and Mike and the whole gang. They've done us, done us really, really well. Right now, they've got three new state-of-the-art auto dealerships carrying seven brands, Buicks, GMC, Cadillac. Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram out there in B-Cave, Texas, USA. You've got to love the folks out there. And, folks, when it comes to service, nobody gives you better service than they do. And they service all the GM models out there. And for more information, go to covertbcave.com. Ask them about anything. Ask about the sales because they're weekly sales, not monthly sales out at Covert. They have weekly sales. Find out all about them. Now, they've been doing this since 1909, probably around the time I was born. You know, in 1909 or so. And the Covert's been serving Central Texas. And the Covert family selling cars and trucks. Now, they've got Covert Ford and Chevy in Hutto. And they've also got Ford Lincoln in Austin. And nobody beats a Covert deal. Not now, not ever. Nope. And we'll be out there for our pregame show this Saturday. And also next Friday. Not this Friday, because Texas is playing a road game. But next Friday, Another one of our Friday pregame luncheons out there at Bring Cobra. Out the Food. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Some great food. And shout out to Jason saying he just rented a trailer from Top Gun yesterday. Nice. Good job, make, Jason. Make sure y'all support our sponsors like Covert Bee Cave, like Top Gun, and like Last Stand Hats. Look at the Buffalo. I love this hat, man. This is uh, maybe my favorite hat that I own. We're going to be giving away some Last Stand hats as part of our 5,000 subscriber giveaway. And, hey, you can go to their website right now, laststandhats.com. They've got hats like this. They've got some badass Longhorn hats. They've got 
UTSA and Texas State and TCU and maybe even Baylor. They've got a ton of colleges represented from around the Lone Star State. So check out their website and uh, get you a last stand hat. They you know who else got a lot of incredible stuff? Sue Patrick. Come That's on now. Right. And Jay Willems. Love those folks over there. They've got an incredible selection of Texas Longhorn apparel, collectibles, accessories, and even more. And they've got tons of Texas-themed gifts. Christmas stuff is already starting to come out there, so they've got a variety of gifts that's got a Texas theme to it. It's not just University of Texas, but it's about the city. It's about the cities all over the state of Texas. And they offer free shipping on any online order over 49 bucks. And they've got free curbside parking. And they always have parking. Some places you go to get your Texas gear, you're going to have to go blocks and blocks and blocks to find the parking. Not at Sue Patrick. There's plenty of parking there. They're located at 5222 Burnett Road. And more information, just go to suepatrick.com. I love that, folks. We've got some wonderful golf gear, some shirts, and they call it, those are polos, huh? That's what a polo is, a golf shirt. Well, they've got wonderful polos there. You don't know what a polo is? No, dude. I thought a polo was not was a was a a a shirt without a collar. Like when I see Tiger Woods go play at some of the clubs, I need him to put on a collared shirt, not a polo so a collared shirt is still called a polo is that yeah. correct polo is like it's got like two or three buttons right here across the chest and it's a short sleeve collared shirt yeah what's that shit you're wearing right there what is that called a t-shirt it's just a white tee yeah okay what's this not a wife here? not a wife beater don't accuse me of doing anything okay. like that what is this this is just a t-shirt these are not called this is not a polo are you sick are you okay yeah i'm asking the question dude I you wear, you're wearing a T-shirt. You've been alive for like 100 years. You should know this. I thought polos were something different than a golf shirt, a collared shirt. So I think – so the Tiger Woods for a while yes. would wear something called the blade polo. These never got That's that not popular. a polo. That's a T-shirt that Tiger's wearing. You can't roll up to the country club in that. I don't so want to actually, see you roll up into our clubs like this. All right, hold on. You you talk for like thirty seconds. I've got a blade polo. I'm gonna go grab it from my closet so I can okay. show you show you what it is. Hold on. He, all right, he's going to get his blade polo. He's going to go get his tiger gear that Tiger will wear anywhere on the golf course. I'm I'm old fashioned. I've got to have a collared shirt when I go. I mean, even if I go to Muni, I can't go with now what they're calling a. This is a t-shirt, but I have to have a polo a shirt with a collar in order for me to go play golf. I do not play golf in cut-off jeans or T-shirts. That is – that's another T-shirt, right? No, I didn't change – I didn't put it on. Oh, okay. That's the same damn t- – I was going to you trying to trick me? That's the same piece of shit you were wearing before. Oh, my God. I thought you were trying to trick me. Okay, okay. So here's a blade. So it's like a mini little collar-looking thing, right? Yes. But it's obviously not the normal collar that you would see on a polo or a dress shirt. Is there buttons on that thing? There are two buttons. No, that's not what Tiger wears. One that doesn't have any buttons. It's just all the way around like that. He, he wore these a lot, too. He was the guy who kind of, I don't want to say made him famous because they never got that big, but he wore them for a couple of years. Or he can't go to my mini clubs dressed like that. He has to have the button, like the button there. You can dress with that. Yeah, that's okay. good. Yeah, the, the blade polo is okay, but no, it's okay. no, no one should be wearing cutoff jeans anywhere, but especially <laughs> not on the freaking golf course. <laughs> oh boy, you have a, a, 
the munis around here. Oh, yeah, they do. Yeah, I've seen plenty of blue jeans on the oh, munis yes, around have. here. I don't know if I've seen cutoffs, but I've seen some regular blue jeans out there and some guys wearing, like, cowboy boots or Timberlands. Oh, yeah. Steel toe boots. It's there like you go. Like they're doing? going to work with. That's, yeah, they work in the crossover. That's what they're doing. Oh, man. All right, Buck, we've got two, count them, two new videos from airports around the country. Start with this one. This was a TikTok that went viral a couple of days ago. This is on a flight leaving Miami International Airport. And this woman is in the process of getting kicked off the plane. We don't know exactly why she got kicked off the plane, but she was getting kicked off the plane. So she's grabbing her stuff and making her way up the aisle to the front of the cabin. And this is cleaned up. Might not be the easiest thing to hear if you're listening on the app. So apologies for that. But this is cleaned up a little bit. Here's a woman who uh, is kind of freaking out and calling out other passengers on the flight. as Uh-oh. she is getting ejected. Call them MFers again? Oh, no. Uh, here we go. Call me a bitch again. Call me a bitch again. Yeah, you guys did nothing wrong. I said shut up. No, you shut the up. You shut the up. Goodbye. Your Goodbye. Goodbye. You shut the up. Film me. I'm Instagram famous, bum. Famous <laughs> <laughs> Shut the up. Shut the up. the other passenger a bum, you bum? <laughs> Yeah, she goes, film me, I'm Instagram famous, you effing bum. Wow. I'm, I don't know if I'd have given her the elbow. That outfit she had, that 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 lambskin that she was wearing right there. I'm not elbowing her when she goes by. I'm looking at that person beside and going, hey, you bum. Don't talk to that lady like that. She had skin oh, tights on, oh, didn't she? Yeah, yeah, I don't know exactly what that was, but no, the she, other one. If you bring, if you can bring up that other crazy lady who is calling people mfers and seeing things, I would have elbowed her. Yes, she would have got one right where Travis Hunter got one up underneath the shoulder pads there in the rib area in the kidney area. The one who's mm-hmm. seeing things, I would have got that crazy one. This one, I would have said, "Hey, leave that lady alone, you bum." Yeah. Yeah, you effing bum. Like, you can't call somebody else a bum when you're getting kicked off an airplane. Like, you're the bum for that happening to you. With that outfit on, she's the bum? Are you kidding me? I don't know what that was. But, yeah, she is uh, a famous, famous Instagram model. At least she says she is. Her name is Morgan Osmond. She's from Miami. And she has close to a million followers on Instagram. I'm actually trying to pull up her Instagram right now, and it looks like they took her off the site. Maybe no. they suspended her account because of something like this. But I do have she a picture. Lamb skim condom outfit. I mean, really? <laughs> what the hell lamb is that? Skin. How are you kicking her off? Are you? Is that what you're wearing? Lamb skin condoms? Is that what you use? That's probably why you have so many kids. Look at that! Look at that outfit. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that's not what she was wearing on the plane. That's just oh, a no, she had lambskin on there. That right there is that's that's for St. Patty's Day, that outfit. <laughs> that's when she's going to drop her kids off at school on St. Patty's Day. That's what she's wearing. I don't think any kids have come out of that body. <laughs> oh man. 
Yep. So that's her. I'll play this uh, one more time if you're just joining us or if you want to see her or hear it again. It is cleaned up. But, yeah, she is just dropping F-bombs at everybody, telling everyone to F off and F you and your B. And then she calls somebody a bum after claiming that she's Instagram famous. Check it out. Call me again. Call me again. Yeah, you guys did nothing wrong. I said shut up. No, you shut the up. You shut the up in your Text that is that's condom material she's wearing for an outfit on the plane, boy. And I'm worried about collared shirts at golf courses. This lady comes on wearing a rubber. Wow, really? <laughs> wearing a rubber? How does she get to wear a rubber on a plane? I can't walk around with a rubber on like that. How does she get to do it? Because she's Instagram famous, you bum. <laughs> yeah, we're just bums. We're not IG famous like can she you, is. So, okay, Can you please pull up that other lady, the, the, the real one? Do you still have her on file there somewhere? Oh, yeah, the crazy plain lady? Delta lady, yes. Yeah. Where's, where's that one? Here we go. I'm telling you, I'm getting the f*** off, and there's a reason why I'm getting the f*** off, and everyone can either believe it or they cannot believe it. I don't give two f- but I am telling you right now, that mother f- that mother f- back there is not real. And you can sit on this plane and you can f- die with them or not. I'm not going. I'm jumping her before she gets off the plane. She's going to do harm to people outside of the airport. You can't let her just go by without an elbow into the rib cage there. I mean, Travis Hunter, you think he got a you think he got a cheap shot? <laughs> now, I'm not gonna hit the latex lady. No, no, no. There's something wrong with you bums, but that one right there is crazy. Mm, you're gonna get death threats then because the Colorado State safety who gave Travis Hunter that cheap shot has been getting death threats, apparently. And, and Dion said that's totally ridiculous. Yeah, it, it was is good to hear him. It was good to him come and say, as a coach of one of his even if it's his place, he goes. That doesn't deserve that. No. He said that kid's playing hard. He played hard all game. He made a mistake, but it doesn't deserve that. Nope. Hey, the hot, crazy matrix. Back to these airplane videos. It's a real thing. The hotter you are, the crazier you are. Both of those women, very attractive. Both of those women, certifiably insane. Yes. You, do you have another one? We've got another one. Whoa. This is a dude. And this one comes from the great state of Texas, DFW, International oh Airport. I spent a lot of time in that place growing up. Actually, not really. We t- took a bunch of road trips to Galveston. Those were my family <laughs> trips. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Uh, this, is, this is something, man. There's not much audio, if any, to this. But this is a real video that somebody filmed at DFW Airport yesterday. Check it out. Do not record this. Do not record this. There's a naked guy in the airport. Yes, there is. My man. So if you're listening on the app and you didn't get to see, there was, in fact, a totally nude man slowly walking through DFW Airport just by himself. Yeah, that dude looked like he just came out of the cave. That dude looked like he had spent the last 48 hours at the bar. 
<laughs> the way he was walking. I mean, he was stumbling more than walking. I don't know how he didn't fall over there, but also combined with the fact that, you know, he was fully nude at the airport. Yeah. That, that guy was pissed drunk, dude. That dude doesn't even have a loincloth on. I mean, he's just walking balls and all down the, down the hallway. Come on guy. I've never had more respect for a human being. Than I did for that guy right there. I, I mean, got more respect for the lady in latex. Come just, on now. He's so chill. You know, he's obviously super messed up, but he's nonviolent. Like we see all these videos of people yelling at airports and just losing their mind. People fighting on airplanes, people fighting in the uh, airports. Not this guy. He just, he just wants to make his flight, man. He wants a copy of the new time magazine. He's going to grab himself a little neck pillow at the gift shop and he's going to make it on the flight. That's all he wants to do. I would rather see one of those crazy ladies walking down there than some guy bare nutted walking through the airport. I'll pass on that. If I got kids and I'm putting my hands over their eyes, this guy walking with his no loincloth, just his nuts hanging. No, thank you. I don't want that. I'd rather see the crazy lady in the plane who's getting ready to be dragged by her hair off by security. That's what I want to see. I want to see the ones that go crazy in the airplane that the plane is already on the ground and security walks in and the, and the flight attendants and maybe the manservant points at her and says that, and the security goes over, grabs her by the hair and just starts dragging her. Now I'm giving standing ovations for that, but not the lady in the latex. She did nothing wrong. You people are bums. No, no, no. The rest of you are bums. There's nothing wrong with her. The what? Rest of- the crazy lady that's seeing people has a problem. When she's saying you're not real, that has to be stopped. She can't leave the airport. She's, she'll harm somebody. That lady in the green, uh, you know, Irish outfit, she's not harming anybody. <laughs> Who's she hurt? telling everybody to F off, dude. She clearly did something that got her kicked off the plane in the first place. We didn't see that on the video. We just saw the aftermath and her actually leaving the plane. But come on, she had to do something wrong. I don't know. I mean, look, that's, she I guess that's better to be on. People are unreal like that well, other lady. Yeah, it's she better to be on that plane. It's better to be on that plane than the, that guy is not real plane. Because <laughs> that, you know, that woman got kicked off the Miami flight and then, oh, it's all good. You still go on the flight and you're on your way. But everyone had the D plane with the crazy chick. That was also out of DFW, by the way. Everyone had the Where's D the plane deal there? and go to a different one. All of it's better than the, the shit on the plane. <laughs> Nothing worse. That. But once again, you know, you know me, I'm going to help clean it up because I'm getting to, I'm getting to Spain. I'm not, hey, captain, we're not stopping. We need to keep on getting, we're getting to Spain. We're not turning yeah. this, we're not turning this plane around. No thank you. Diarrhea and vanilla Lysol. If you actually smelled that, I don't think you would keep that oh. same tone. Oh, totally insane. Oh, Absolutely insane. Yeah. So there you go. Two more airport videos from the last like 72 hours. It's it's insane, man. We have we are losing it. We probably already lost it as a society, but what do we do? This doesn't happen at little airports. It only happens in the big ones where people I mean, little airports, I'm expecting people to be a little crazier. No, they're just calm, they just run their business, they go about their business. You get to DFW and people lose their freaking mind. How does that? <laughs> how does that happen? Where, where did the guy like strip down? There's no way he showed up at the airport fully nude, right? He just went to the bathroom, took, took all his clothes, clothes off, and just kept moving. Left him there, like he wasn't carrying a bag or anything. Like no. he just 
left them in the bathroom and then was on his way? Sure that wasn't in Atlanta and Delta Airline guy? No, it was wow. in Dallas. Oh, that is awesome, man. Yeah, Scott with the good comment. Go through Love Field. Yep. <laughs> Maybe switch airports. Hell, I'd rather be in DFW. I want to see stuff like this. Man. I don't ever want to go viral. I want to be a bum. Like yeah. around that. Well, shoot. If I was on that flight with that latex wearing broad, as you call her, <laughs> and I would get kicked off too. I'd start MFing people and be like, I'm with her. this is my ig girl right here that's my girl she is instagram top model no thanks look at her wearing all this protection no kids here she's protecting herself from everybody COVID, the whole work she's not going to catch anything the common cold it's a flu she's not doing anything she's not getting vaccinated look at her she's got latex on now that's how you travel safely so <laughs> wear protection when you fly, kids. There's Bucky's tip for kids. Oh, no. <laughs> oh my goodness. What, what a, world. a story. All right. We'll shift gears and get back to sports here in a moment. But before we do so, how about a word, Buck, for our friends? I don't know if they're going to love following that up. But Texas Orthopedics, if you need to improve your life, you got to reach out to these guys. No doubt about it. If you're seeking that specialized, patient-focused orthopedic care, Contact the experts at Texas Orthopedics. Their physicians were they, they offer comprehensive uh, surgical and non-surgical orthopedic care for adults and children. That means, folks, believe me, the first thing they want to do is they don't want you to have surgery. So non-surgical, they're going to look for cures that way before they, they operate on you. But if they have to, you're in the hands of great, great doctors for sure. Uh, Dr. Chris Danny and Dr. Chris Stockton are dedicated orthopedic surgeons, and their goal is to get you into good health and get you into great quality of life. Visit them at txortho.com. They're the largest independent orthopedic practice in the state of Texas. For more information, go to txortho.com. Yes, indeed. Shout out to the great people at Texas Orthopedics, and shout out to our great friends at Centex Tickets. Yeah, part of our 5,000 sub giveaway will include us giving away a pair of Texas football tickets. And those will be provided by our great friends at sendtextickets.com. If you're looking for tickets to see the Longhorns take on Baylor this Saturday, doesn't matter that it's a road game. They've got them on site at sendtextickets.com. Every college football team, every NFL team, Major League Baseball is in the home stretch. They've got all of the tickets, plus concert tickets, tickets to ACL Music Festival, Broadway shows. I'm telling you, every event. On site right now. The Super Bowl, because I bet you'll see a couple of people like those people in Vegas. You see them there every day. You'll see those uh-huh. maniacs there. But you need tickets to the Super Bowl, any of the playoff games, Syntex tickets, and Shelby, they'll have it just for you. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, it's not at the Vegas airport you see stuff like that. It's just walking around the strip or walking oh, no, they don't. The they don't play games at the Vegas airport. They're too busy getting you in and out so you can get back there and lose your money. That's well, what they're about. You don't ever see any crazy stuff at Vegas airports except for people sleeping on the slot machines, still trying to make it trying to make it big on the way out of town. That's about all you see. Vegas is a very efficient airport. I really enjoy that airport. It's really weird, but I thought when I, was, when I went to Vegas, a couple of times I've gone, that I would get in that airport and it would be slow and people would be drunk. You know what they want? They want you in because they want you out because they want you back. Mm. So they don't mess around with their airports. They don't allow crazies to hang around there. They're on the strip. The crazies yep. are on the strips. They're not at the airport. The airport wants you to get get out of town, go get some more money, and then come back as quick as you can. 
Yeah, I've had nothing but good experiences at, uh, what is it, Harry Reid International Airport? <laughs> yeah. Is that what they call it over there? Yeah, but I always hit the slots right when I land and right when I'm about to board. Please don't tell me you play slots in the airport. Of course. Do you, you not? <laughs> really? I thought everybody does. No. Come on. That sets the tone for the trip. I right? wish somebody would tell me. I wish somebody right now that is listening to this wonderful show would tell me they've ever hit a jackpot on a slot machine in the Vegas airport. So those things, don't you always lose? They don't let you win at the airport. I've won before on the airport slots. I've never hit a jackpot, but one time I walked out of there with like, I put in 20 and left with a cool hundo just like that. Really? Five minutes. Yeah. 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 It's the same as any other machine. Like you're, you're going to get they're, screwed more often than not, but you they're can not still the win. same. They're not the same. You can't get intimate on a, on a machine at the airport. Like you can. And they, there it is. <laughs> Look, they're rigged. That dude said, of course they're rigged at the airport. They're yeah. rigged, man. Oh, shoot. Well, I still play them, man. You have to. Every no. airport should have slots. I don't care if they're rigged. Every airport needs slots. Get those at Bergstrom. Come on, There you man. go. I agree with that. Bring them I would here, and then you'll see people not even flying. They'll just be going to Bergstrom to play the slot machine. Yeah, if those are the only slots in the city, then I'm going. I'll go through TSA every day to get in <laughs> on the Buffaloes, baby. I love wow. the Buffaloes is the one I play. Man. Yeah. I'm, I'm and, the diamond guy. I'm the like the, the four diamonds together. Get those four diamonds together, win the jackpot. I'm a 50 cent slot machine player too. I don't yeah. play quarter slots and I definitely don't play dollar slots because I feel like I'm losing a fortune. But I'll play 50 cent slots and and go, you know, a dollar into it. But I don't just I don't hammer down three dollar slot. No, no, no. And I never pull the thing. I never physically harm the machines by pulling them. They don't like that. They don't like that. And that's no. what you're supposed to do? No, you put your hand on the top of the machine where it's filthy and dirty and they haven't washed it for years, or the lady's pissing in the seat, but you put your hand on the machine. You don't get distracted. You keep your eyes forward. You don't get distracted by saying, hey, can I have a drink? The machine will feel that you're not paying attention to it the minute you take your eyes off the machine and you don't win. If you focus on the machine, you make eye contact, and put your other hand on it, and don't pull its arm off. Don't be jamming that one-arm bandit. They don't like being pulled around. They like you just to tap the button for max bet and then go about your business. Now, you learned something here today on YouTube. <laughs> you learned something on Texas – that's right, Texas Sports Unfiltered. You just learned about the slots. When you come back and you've hit the jackpot, let Uncle Bug know that it worked. So that's you all you need your, to know. You put your hand on top or on the side of the machine. On the side of the machine. tap the button. Yes, gently tap the button. Hmm. Or if you're hitting two plays, tap, tap. But don't grab the arm. You don't grab somebody's arm and jam it down like that. You don't. Machines don't like to be tossed around like that. And the Mel, dirt, they certainly don't like to have their little arms pulled. Mel Tucker was jamming his third leg somewhere. <laughs> Come on, Mel. Get to the slot machines if you want to do that kind of. 95 right. million. I'm never going to forget that, though. So I'm like – I, I always take a few laps before I sit down at the machine that I play at, right? Because you taught me this, and I'm a believer of this. Now, I don't get as intimate with the machines as you do, but I always walk around. I got to feel the machine. Yes. You know, we, we've got to be simpatico. You know? You're right. I our, agree. Our wavelengths have to be similar. So I just, it's got to call me. I can't be like, look, oh, I got to play slots right now. I have to do it. I got to find the machine. It's got to be, I'm walking around the casino, enjoying a drink watching some sports, talking to a friend, whatever. And then I just look and 
Oh. Like she's calling you? Like a woman of the night. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Looking at me. I look at her and it's on, baby. Like, that's it. You got to you gotta feel it before you even sit down. You can't just go to a random machine and be like, yeah, this is the one. No, it's got to call to you. Yes, you I feel it. I have one at the MGM Grand, and I have one in Pennsylvania that every time I go to visit, every time I go to Pennsylvania, it's that same machine. And I will hover around a 90-year-old lady who's sitting at my machine until she says, I think this guy is going to kill me. I need to move. Yeah, you need to move. That's my machine. <laughs> You're not treating that machine right. I have a certain machine I'll go to in certain places. Now, I, other places like you, I just have to walk around and the machine will call to me. But there are others that I go to the machine. And if yeah. other people are sitting there, I'll wait it out. They can smoke. Fight, you're going to fight some old bag if she's sitting there? I don't care if she's smoking heaters. I'll wait it out. She can blow smoke in my face to get rid of me. I'm staying. That's my machine. Mm, what if she's I, urinating at the chair like that one chick? I'm still, if the machine's hot, I'm sitting right there and going. I'm going with the roll there. Oh, oh my goodness. This is hey. so sad. It is indeed. Good tips for kids. Don't wear yeah. condoms to the airport and uh, <laughs> make love to the gambling slot machines, kids. There Somebody's going to go. come back and say it works. You watch, BK. You know how you have to be in tune with those machines. Yeah. You can't. You can't unfocus on a machine or a machine will unfocus on you. I mean, it will. It needs to know that you love it when you're sticking those quarters in there and those, but I only play 50 cent slots. Don't play dollar slots. I don't do that. Oh man. Cause All I feel right. like I'm an idiot. If I stick a dollar in there, if I stick, if I go and spend $3, a push, I feel terrible. But if I'm putting, you know, 50 cents and then I'm putting a buck 50 in it and just hitting it and going, I feel good. I've hit, I had jackpots in Pennsylvania on that. What's the most you've won? Huh? What's the most you've won? Probably about 600 bucks. Nice. That's a jackpot to me. On a 50 cent piece? Yeah, because yeah, then because I'll take it and then go over there to the... I'll throw them bones and that thing will be gone in about two minutes. <laughs> what do you mean throw them bones? Where you go? I, 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 I've learned how to... You know, I, I, I don't play blackjack anymore. You know, I, I'll play slot machines. Then, of course, I'll go there and throw a couple nasty sevens out there. Mm. Yep. That hurts. It hurts. All right. Back into sports. All right, buddy. Uh, quick base, quick baseball update before we get into some more Texas Baylor conversation. Uh, God, you got to mute yourself before you start. I don't know. Sport. I don't know. Where, I don't, you know, I can't touch this computer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're worried something's going to go wrong. No. So if I have to blow my nose, you guys can take it. Or I'll disappear <laughs> off there and blow it, but. I, I I I have the power to mute you, so I'll okay. I'll let to... you know next time I'm ready to to, to blow snot. Uh, I'll snot rocket for the people this morning. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome here on Texas Sports Unfiltered. Uh, the Astros are struggling a little bit. They've lost six of their last eight games, and their loss, coupled with a Rangers win, coupled with a Mariners win, means the Astros' lead in the American League West is down to a half a game. The Astros just cannot win at home. Now they're playing a really good team right now. They're playing Baltimore, who's the yes. best team in the American League. And these games are really important for the Orioles, who are trying to fend off the Tampa Bay Rays in the American League East. So they're trying to, and they're really good. But the Astros are just 38 and 39 at Minute Maid Park. They've lost 14 of their last 19 home games. That place has been a house of horrors for every other team in baseball in recent years. And this year, it's the opposite. Like, teams have had no problems going into the juice box 
and winning games. So the Rangers get up off the schneid. They had lost four in a row. They beat the Red Sox last night. You're welcome, Buck. The Mariners get a win last night, too. And, yeah, you've got three teams all within a half game of each other in the American League West. But it's not only that. When you look at the AL wildcard standings in general, I mean, all of those teams are basically tied right now. Like the Mariners and the Rangers are tied for the last wildcard spot in the American League. Right. Meaning the Astros are only a half game up for the last wildcard spot in the American League. So now all three can't make it now. Are we to the point where all three? No, they all win. can, but Toronto, Toronto's still in the mix. Like even though Toronto got four games swept by the Rangers last week, uh, they've played well since then. And they actually are the second wild card spot. Now they're only a game up over the Mariners and the Rangers right now. So like it's four teams fighting for three spots, basically. It's the Astros, the Rangers, the Mariners, and the Blue Jays fighting for three spots. One of them is the division winner in the American League West, and the other two are those two wild card spots. So yeah, what one of those four is going to be left out. And obviously there's a chance one of those four is one of the Texas teams. Yeah, I'm still I'm still thinking that uh, the experience of the Astros will be there at the end. Yeah, I do too. I mean, I I still think the Astros are going to win the division, but it felt like a couple of weeks ago, I don't want to say they had it in the bag, but it felt like all right, they were playing really well and the Rangers were scuffling and the Mariners had come back down to earth and it's like uh, all is right with the world. The Astros are going to win the West like they seemingly always do this year, but they've once again, they've uh, fallen on hard times as of late, so they've allowed the Rangers and the Mariners to crawl back into this thing. And I still feel like the Astros are the Vegas favorite. I still feel like most people expect them to win the division, but uh, they, they are far from having this thing wrapped up right now. In, in recent years, it's, it's been over. Hell, it's been over right. the start of September, let alone going towards the end of September. But um, yeah, it's, it's far from that right now. So fun baseball, man. And, and I think every Rangers fan knows it. Hell, I think Astros fans know it too. The Rangers and Mariners played two series against each other in the final week and a half of the season. So it could come down to that. The division race, the wild card race, it could all come down to that. The Astros also have another series against the Mariners too. I think either this weekend or early next week. So you'll get some head-to-head matchups. The Rangers and Astros don't play each other anymore, but uh, both teams play some games against Seattle. So it's it is as as wild as it gets, man. It is a true wild card this year in the American League. Yes, it is. And by the way, BK, you've got to play that Dave Aranda one more time because yeah. you know I because if you can send me that because this afternoon, you know, after playing golf yesterday, I'm probably gonna need a little nap. I think that's just what the doctor ordered. Uh, I mean, I'll send you the whole press conference then. That, it's about fifteen yeah, I mean, minutes long. Wow. Yeah, well, here's uh, the cut the Buck is talking about. The first question that was asked to Dave Aranda at his game week press conference on Monday was about Texas and about the fact that Texas and Baylor have played each other every year since 1944, and this is the last matchup between the two teams for the foreseeable future. Here's Dave Aranda talking about playing Texas. No, I appreciate that. We are going to talk about that. You know, I think as an aside to that, but – probably not an aside, is um, I can't tell you how many times um, this offseason it's been, um, hey, Dave, just win one game, please. You know, and so that has been brought up to me multiple, multiple times. And so, um, you know, I can, I, I, I sense it and I know it. And, um, 
you know, I'm I'm uh, blessed and more blessed to be able to do something about it. And so, but we're definitely going to talk about the history and just some of the bigger games in the past uh, because I think that's way important with something like this. Dude, it's like having, that's like having a conversation with your dentist. Hey, uh, you know, number 17 back there is just, we're going to have to do something with number 17 back there. And you as a patient, you don't know what number 17 in your mouth is. You're like, huh? I didn't even know I had 17 teeth. I'm like, doc, number 17. What about number three? I think three is the one that's bothering me. No, uh, Buck, it's number 17. I mean, come on, Dave. Dude, I mean, I, I mean, he talks he, about being blessed. I'm blessed that that cut is over because that wow. was a tough listen. Yeah, he and he starts off every answer by saying that he appreciates the question. That that like I'll, I'll make a montage of that for later this week of all of the I appreciate that's from Dave Aranda. This is after a win. Yeah, this is after they beat the Ice Tees of Long Island. I was watching some of that game last night. I'm going to rewatch it probably tonight. That game at one point was 16 to seven. Like Baylor, Baylor was never in serious jeopardy of losing it by any stretch, but like they, they just they're struggling right now, and their offense without Blake Shape and held their offense with Blake Shape and wasn't that good. But with Sawyer Robertson in at quarterback, it's uh, it's pretty ugly. So they were able to run it pretty well against Long Island. That's what they want to do against Texas. They want to take the ball out of their quarterback's hands because he's yes. just not very good right now. Uh, but yeah, like Baylor's got some issues. They're one and two. They almost beat Utah. Utah's a good team. I don't think Baylor's as bad as a lot of other people think they do. But, hey, you are what your record says you are. They're one and two, and one of those two was a home loss to Texas State where they were 28-point favorites. Like they, they clearly have some issues in Waco right now, and this is not the team that I think a lot of Baylor Bears fans were expecting that they were going to see going into the year. You know, when I watched them play Utah, this, this Baylor group is not as physical as Wyoming. They're not as physical as the Wyoming team. They're not – they're not like those guys. Those guys were physical at Wyoming. They were, they were, you know, they were big guys. They were stout guys. They were, they were guys that could, they could take your power and hold on to you. They could hold the fort. I didn't see that with Baylor. I, I don't see them being as powerful as the Wyoming group, offensive line or defensive line, BK. I just, yeah. I just don't. But of course, they're going to have some special players. They're going to have some special athletes that if you let get loose, then you're going to have a problem. But they don't have many of those anymore. Now, and Baylor's defensive numbers are worse than Wyoming's defensive numbers this season. Oh, yeah. So there, might, there might be some credence to what you had to say. I mean, we talked about Wyoming's defense, right? Very experienced group. They had right. the Mountain West preseason defensive player of the year. Hell, half of the Mountain West preseason defensive first that team group, right? was uh, Wyoming Cowboys, it felt like. They had 10 starters back from last year's team. They had some things working for them, and they did enough against Texas Tech to win that game. Hell, Tech scored 17 points in the first quarter against Wyoming. They didn't score again until overtime. That's right. Like, you know, Wyoming's defense, they made Texas struggle, obviously, for three quarters. So that group's got some juice. Uh, Baylor's group, yeah, I mean, 42 points allowed at home to Texas State. They don't have too many NFL players on that group, if they have any. Uh, only five starters back from last year's defense. And, of course, Baylor went 6-7 and seven last year, so they're coming off of a disappointing season anyways. Yeah, I mean, they, they've got the worst run defense right now in the Big 12, one of the worst defenses in general in the Big 12 Conference, too. So You have to take advantage of that. You have to take yeah. advantage of that and take advantage of that early in the game. Just yep. You can't sleepwalk in quarter number one. You need to put two scores up, 17 points, 21 points. You need to put scores up in the first quarter against them. 
and calm that group down because you know what the student body will be like there, how yeah. fired up they'll be, but they don't have to play. I mean, you need to take you need to take the fight out of them early. Well, pick up where you left off, right? What did Texas do so well in the fourth quarter against Wyoming? Well, I thought they ran the ball well. I, I mean, I, but I don't. My expectations are that this team likes to throw it an awful lot. I I don't see this being a let's go even even when you have success in the run game. If you're picking up first downs, I don't see Sark all of a sudden saying, no, we, we got to get Quinn throwing a little bit, don't we? We've had this really nice success. We've run the ball four straight times. I've seen him throw the ball three straight times on opening series, which I'm going, really? Yeah. That's how you establish the run? Don't do that. Like They're not going to run it on every single play. They shouldn't run it on every no. single play. But don't come out the gates with the false start, first of all but throwing it on the first three plays of the game. We've seen that twice in three games from Texas this year. Like, run the ball. I feel like uh, that fake mom, Sandra Bullock, in the fake movie The Blind Side, she's calling down to the coach on the sideline, yelling at him to run the dang ball. Like, do that. Baylor's run defense is the worst in the Big 12. Set up your pass game with the run. Yes. Use Jonathan Brooks, who's coming off of maybe his best game as a Texas Longhorn. C.J. Baxter should be back. Give him some run as well. Maybe the Red Cat or the Wildcat or the Longhorn sure. with Savion Red, whatever you want to call it. Use that too. Like, run the ball. Run the ball against a Baylor team that couldn't stop Texas State's rushing. So instead of you, instead of coming on Monday saying they did something different, their coach, Dave Aranda, will be saying, well, the Longhorns did something different to us. We've never seen them do this before. It's your turn to change, change what you do. Yeah, It's time to change up. It's championship play. That's all there is to it. You're in, you're in a championship mode right now. And so you have to call championship plays no matter who you play. No matter I'm talking about you should crush Baylor, your game plan has to be for championships every time you play from this point on. Every game counts the same. Every game counts. Losing to Baylor counts the same as a loss to Oklahoma, counts the same as a loss to Kansas State, counts the same as any conference loss, right? So, yeah, I mean, like, obviously you're going to save some stuff. You're not going to empty out the playbook every single week, right? But, like – don't don't be as vanilla as you were against Rice or Wyoming. You can get away with that stuff at home against G5 teams. Uh, you start going on the road where Sark has really struggled. I know what happened two weeks ago in Tuscaloosa. That was awesome. But Sark, going into this season, I think three and six in true road games at Texas. Okay? You've struggled there. Don't be vanilla. Don't That's be like, right. oh, we've got to save stuff because we don't want to put certain things on film. No. Like, you're a good enough coach. You're good enough offensive mind where you can come up with new stuff. Do what you got to do to win the game. And, yeah, this game, conference game, counts the same as every other Big 12 game you've got the rest of the season. By the way, your team is starting to show some toughness in the run game. Let's start off with some toughness in the run game yeah. on Saturday. You know, not you, you, you build to the crescendo in the fourth quarter, it seems like, and in these games that you've won with your run game. Why not start it off that way? Why not have to wait till the fourth quarter? Why don't you start just gutting people early? You know, that's, yeah, that's, that's part of your play calling instead of throwing three straight passes. But that's part of the mindset you, you have for your team. Let me tell you, you throw three straight balls, your team is going, okay, let's get it done. And offensive linemen are going, nice. They don't mind running the ball a couple times in a row to get, the, you know, get lathered up. And especially this week, there, it's time. I, it's time. I, like I said, I don't, this team is terrible against the run. What do you They're mean terrible by? terrible against the pass. What do you mean by get lathered up? I mean, getting your offensive line into a nice sweat early in the game, not having mm-hmm. to worry about their footwork and pass protection, but just going downhill against the guy on the other side of them, you know, and showing your power in the run Got game. It. 
And they did a great job doing that last week. I'm, I, I was all for what I saw. I could have seen more. And I know you don't like it. You don't like all that vanilla stuff. You like all that fancy. You like putting all kinds of stuff on your hot dog. You like relish, mustard. You put lettuce on your hot dog if you had to. I just want mustard, maybe some onions, and a nice bun. Let's go. Let's eat. I don't like lettuce on a hot dog. dog. You know, I'm putting lettuce on anything. Gross. <laughs> You're probably putting it on your corny dog. Put this <laughs> lettuce on my corny dog. No. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't. Uh. I've never heard that expression, though. I've never heard that expression about lathering dudes up when uh, talking about the offensive line. Talking about Northwestern again? Oh, gross. Yep. Run the ball. Look, this this stat blows my mind, Buck. Texas has played three games this season, two of them against G5 teams. All three of them wins, thankfully. The Longhorns have one rushing touchdown from a running back this year. They've got three rushing touchdowns as a team. Quinn Ewers has two of them. Only one running back has scored a touchdown on the ground for Texas this season. Jonathan Brooks had that screen pass for a touchdown against Rice, but just rushing touchdowns from running backs. Texas has won through three games this year. Wow. That that will change this weekend. That also needs to change. Like, but not many, two, people, have their, not many people have their nose guard scoring <laughs> when, they're, when they're tied in sitting on a bench somewhere. I mean, now, give me uh, give me two or three rushing touchdowns. Like I want to see Brooks get in the end zone a couple of times. I want to see Baxter get in the end zone once or twice too this Saturday. Like that's uh, that's what I would like to see a little bit because that goes to running the football more. That means yes. you're running the football effectively in short yardage situations. That means Texas is having more success in the red zone where they've struggled too often this year and really over the past couple of years. Like that's that's a stat that once again they're three and zero. We're nitpicking here. But I would like to see that change because that that is kind of an eyesore right now. Yeah, and I don't think it's nitpicking. I think the the head coach himself has got to be thinking, you know what? We're now in game number four. We've run this football pretty well. We've run it against Alabama when we needed to run it. We ran it last week against a tough physical Wyoming team. Why aren't we not starting out and shoving this thing right down Baylor's throat? You know what I'm saying? Why why wouldn't we do that? Why why wouldn't you do that? I don't like hearing shoving things down. People's throats and Baylor in the same sentence, dude. Too soon. Too soon on that deal. Oh, man. Texas Baylor coming up Saturday night at 630. We will have a pregame show like we always do. Live from Covert Bee Cave from 4 to 6 o'clock Saturday, leading you up to kickoff of the Longhorns' first conference game of 2023. Uh, Coming up at 1030 during Chaos Theory with Rodney and Wags, David Smoke. Who covers Baylor in Waco is going to be joining the show. I think it's David. It's either David or Craig Smoke. There are two smokes. I can't remember which one they're talking to. They're talking to one of the Smokies at 1030 to preview Texas and Baylor. So you'll get a little trip behind enemy lines to see what Baylor has going on and see what uh, their game plan might be going up against the Longhorns this Saturday. Who's calling you? Someone calling you? No, that's me. That's my that's my heart beating. That's if your heart's beating that loud, we got to get you to the hospital right again. Now. Again, no, <laughs> you can't no. do the last six minutes of this show. We got to get 911 over to your place pronto. No, I'm good. I am good to go, man. Oh, that's just a little God. pumping in my heart. When you're talking, you're talking run game, so my heart starts to pound a little bit. There you go. I love it. I love to punish teams with the run. I love, okay. I love when Texas runs the football. I, I grew up watching Texas run the ball, whether it was in the wishbone with Roosevelt Leagues. Gilbert, or uh, of course Earl Campbell. I loved it when Ricky and Priest were there. 
you know, Jamal Charles. I just love it. Cedric Benson. I, I love seeing Texas football run the football. I just, that's just a thing that I grew up with. That's what, that's, it made me want to be a football coach at Texas, watching them turn around and hand it off and guys punishing the other guys on the other side and the offensive line punishing guys. It's the worst thing. It's the worst feeling in the world to be on the other side of having somebody run the ball all over your face. It hurts. Oh. It hurts a lot. And it hurts throughout the game. So if you get it going early, it'll be there late. It's, it's helpless. still going to be there. Yeah. Isn't it helpless? It's a helpless feeling oh, if you're a defense. Feeling. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, and you can't stop the run. Like that's, yeah. That is brutal. That's why every coach is like, the first thing we need to do is stop the run. Every defensive coach yes. you hear talk says, we got to stop the run because – yeah, if you can't do that, then it's going to be a long 60 minutes. And this group and Baylor will test Texas in the run game again like everybody does. They're going to want to find out. They're going to say, you know what? Wyoming had success early. Let's find out what, what kind of success we can have. Maybe they're not up for the challenge. Maybe they're, maybe they're a fake number three. Maybe this whole thing about them leaving the conference and everything else, maybe it's true. Maybe it's the Texas of old. Let's find out if they're up for the task of stopping our run game. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. All right, a couple more shout-outs to sponsors before we give some more giveaway info. We started off the show talking about our 5K subscriber giveaway, and we'll end the show by doing the same before we hand things off to Wags and Rodney for a little chaos theory. But uh, shout-out to our friends at Woods Comfort Systems. If something's wrong with your AC, you got to make the call to Woods Comfort Systems. They've been in business here in Central Texas for 60 years, not one six. But six zero, they know what they're doing. The best HVAC and plumbing services that you can find all throughout Central Texas, right there at Woods Comfort Systems. Go to their website, WoodsComfortSystems.com, or give them a call, 512-842-5066. Buck, you've got a Woods Comfort Systems AC unit in your home, and you love it. I love it. It's my brand-new home for three years and haven't had any problems. But if I know if I do, I can make sure I call Dave or get Travis out here to get it fixed. And, you know, as I said, with winter just – on December 21st starting to happen. Now it's time to start protecting your home and winterizing that home. So if you've got the contract with them, have them out. Start finding out what they'll do. They'll, they'll let you know what you need to have done for the winter because it is coming, BK. Maybe not on the 21st. I'll let you know once again when it's coming. But it's going to come this year. You will have winter. Bucky of Winterfell, thank you for letting us know. <laughs> we appreciate that. And last but not least, if you want to drink something that feels like winter how about a slurpee from 7-eleven cool oh, down yeah. in these uh red hot summer months here in the atx or all over the state of texas because there's 7-eleven all over the lone star state one right by me one close to the buck they've got the hot drinks the cold drinks the snacks the gas the newspaper if you're like the buck and you still get the hard coffee they've got it man love 7-eleven shout out to ashish our guy who runs a couple of 7-elevens across austin great people and uh, a great selection. Guy, I've been going to 7-Eleven since I was a kid. Go see them. Go say what's up to them. And download that 7-Eleven app. Cash in with that 7 Rewards program. Okay. Yeah. And congratulations to all, all, all of our gang for 5,000 subscribers, yes. BK. That's a big deal. That happened, that happened in a hurry, and you folks have made that happen. And we want to give back to you, but we want to make it better and, and stronger. We'll see you out on the road. We'll be at places you weren't expecting us to be. We will be there for you. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And yeah, later tonight, after all the shows are over, I'm going to post a video explaining how the giveaway is going to work. But basically, to enter the giveaway, two things. You have to be subscribed, and then you have to leave a comment on the video I post tonight. Now, I'm going to leave that video. I'm going to leave the giveaway open for like a week. 
So if you're busy tonight, don't worry about it. You'll have plenty of time to just leave a comment on that video to be entered to win. But as of right now, we've got 13 prizes we'll be giving away. And I got a hunch that number is going to be closer to 20 by the time we actually announce the winners late next week or next weekend. Haven't decided exactly when the announcement's going to be, but you will have plenty of time, at least a week, to uh, get your entry in to our 5,000 subscribers. I hope giveaway. that woman wearing the condom is a part of your video. You can't not have her. I hope to make a video with her at some point in my life. <laughs> I'm sure you do. That was quite the outfit. That That's what you're saying, right? That little lamb skin was something special. I appreciate you rooting for me. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. All right, Buck, it is 10 o'clock. Great show, my friend. I will uh, talk to you tomorrow. Thank you, buddy. All right, coming up now, Rodney, Wags, a little chaos theory. Gentlemen, take it away.